come, 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 sorry. The man, the king, the god of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, it's me, it's that P-U-L-S-D. It's your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Based World, Based World? Based World Podcast. Jesse! You see, you see, Sole, we have to cook. Jesse, we have to fuck. It's the only way to defeat the group. <laughs> Jesse, welcome back to the Baseball Podcast. Jesse, we have to go to the Forbidden Door. God damn it. That's going to be the uh, the secret episode Better Call Saul that they go on. They're going to have sex. The new canon. <laughs> sex. Mr. Witty, where is Mesh? You see if I can... Real quick, before we talk, start talking about shit, y'all see Better Call Saul, they announced Carol Burnett is in the... Yeah. I don't know where the fuck. Out of nowhere, there's like six episodes. Okay. Oh god. I saw that meme. Uh, it's the one of uh, Walt trying to wake up Jesse when he's having his uh, he, when he's ODing, and it's like yeah. my dad, my dad at waking me up at four a.m. when the plane leaves at twelve at that uh, <laughs> yeah. nine p.m. And it's like <laughs> I saw I saw a meme uh, a couple of minutes ago from the Breaking Bad irony account that was like. Uh, it was a scene of when Jesse tries to escape Walt and he tries to get in his car and then Walt like uh, pulls him out of the car and is like, what do you think you're doing? And the caption was when, when one of my friends tries to leave uh, the theater while we're watching Barbie 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The, the fucking clip that I saw resurfacing, it's so funny because Jesse just screams for no reason. Where he says, okay, Jesse, we gotta park it over here. He goes, come on, man, out of my house! Out of my house! Geeks the mic. Out of my house! <laughs> he, like, bra- he, like, clips the mic. It's so funny. Dude, I spent most of the day watching the, that guy, uh, Kim Boga, the guy who scam calls other scammers. Yeah. And you, the, A classic. The, the volume you get from some of those fucking scammers is... Yeah. is Unbelievable! Like <laughs> you waste five hours doing a scam, and he's like, "Oh my god, I just redeemed all the money. Thank you so much." They're like, Fuck. "No, no! Why did you redeem? Why did you redeem? No, I've seen I, one of the ones I saw a couple days ago was, uh, "No, stop! You don't need to do that." You don't need to do that. Did you see that somebody <laughs> sent out all of the Supreme Court justices' IP addresses? I did see that. I wasn't sure. Who was <laughs> Holy shit! That's fucking funny. And a pizza to their house. Put them on the roof. <laughs> yeah. You look up to me like I'm a pizza on the roof. You look up to me like I'm a pizza on the roof. <laughs> Are we recording, by the way? Yes. We're oh, yeah. Welcome back to hey, the Based World Podcast. Oh, yeah. That was the intro. Let's go. My name is Chris, and today I got Tony. That's it, no one else. That's it, I'm the only one here. That's it, nobody else. <laughs> I, well, you're supposed to say something, Tony. Oh, uh, I'm the Forbidden Door. Ah, yeah, I'm Wyatt. Uh, yo, I'm Wyatt. Um, I like long on the beach, and also I like getting my dick sucked. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yo, whoever made, whoever's like making this podcast should get head right now. They're getting it right now. Yeah. Right now. Whoever is like a guest on this podcast sometimes, and who also did the first uh, recent review should also be getting head right now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yo. <laughs> I'm not the guy about who's cast. on every episode, the guy who's on like the Spider-Man being chilling, you know, and like that's all all his fucking video. <laughs> that's anybody. So you're on the video game one. You're on that one. <laughs> that oh shit yeah I forgot I was in that one. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. welcome back to the baseboard podcast. Also, Simon's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't hear intro. I did. I said <laughs> Simon, bro. Wait, did you? Yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't hear it. I didn't get my intro. Uh, uh don't let Forbidden Door AEW 2022 uh, uh, forget. 
that uh, Jungle Boy's a piece of shit and his fucking dad's dead. Hey, fuck you, Jungle Boy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about that. I want to talk about Christian. We really do. We really Christian went from saying, well, fuck your dad to fuck your dad's dead. <laughs> uh, before we get into anything, though, we do have a few updates. So, uh, we uploaded a new video to the YouTube channel, uh, which you can find at the Face World Podcast. Uh, in the video, Zane attempts to create the peak of modern man's inventions. The tri witch. It's very Let's good. Go. We're doing the anthrax review next. Yeah, bro. Oh. Which we just found out was an illness and not a drug. It is related to a certain event in history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patreon news. Bing Chilling used to be for $3 a month, but we have since downgraded it to just $1 a month because of the uh, lack of uploads recently and because we just want everybody to be able to enjoy that content. Basically free. And, give wealth uh, to the poor yeah honestly basically free i mean one dollar a month twelve dollars a year that's not bad that's a steal that's a steal honestly yeah you're uh, robbing I, these people of money yeah why are you not buying yeah, think of your sociological physiological needs i learned that in my marketing class i know dude it's fucking unreal yeah. the economies yeah. and the shit we're about to go into a recession and when we do that you're going to be one of watching bing chilling Mm-hmm. That's true. That, that'll you make it your all last away. dollar for coffee that you usually spend on coffee. Spend that on this. The last dollar you need to feed your children, you give it to baseball podcast. I agree. That's the right history. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of big chilling, episode eleven of Big Chilling went up on the Patreon on Friday. We watched one of the <laughs> several matches between Mike Awesome and Masada Tanaka. This oh, yeah. one from February eighteenth, two thousand. Oh, is this the one that we watched? Yes. It was. This was after Hell in a Cell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was oh, a man. good fucking match, man. That, that was, was so fucking crazy. great. I definitely just like just like binge some like ECW shit. That shit was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch some more Mike Awesome Masada Tanaka matches for being chilling. Based. We got a new <laughs> yeah. patron. Oh, shit, live reaction. Just one, but that's fine. All right. Just one. Uh, Tony, let me know what you think about this name, all right? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's let him know. You may be one, but in our hearts... You're the only one. Yeah, I agree. New patron's name. Danhausen stole my A and W root beer. Nah, about that, Tony. You probably deserve. You probably deserved it. You probably gotta have that root beer. Gotta have that root beer, Tony. Gotta have that root beer. But what? It should be mugged. That should be mugged. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, mug root there. beer. Fucking A and W. Where am I mugging? Is that you know? We're not <laughs> yeah, I love mugging. Mugger with a hard R out here, you know what I'm saying? Ah, no. <laughs> Not Mugger, Mugger. <laughs> That's a mug moment, Jesus. <laughs> I'll never forget that I, I was so blind to that meme. And then one day I wake up, I go on the server, and I just see fucking 25 mug gifts and memes, one after the other. It was a great time. Yeah, it's always mug moment in this house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Christian first. So, Christian Cage obviously turned on Jungle Boy uh, two weeks ago. And Fucking great segment. Fucking fantastic week, Came out on AEW Dynamite and said that he was like a father figure to Jungle Boy, but Jungle Boy already has a dad, and his dad's dead. Yeah. <laughs> For Dale's Luke Perry, shouts out to him, man. <laughs> Dude, Christian Cage really came out and said to remind us that Luke Perry is dead. That's just, all. That was the purpose of that promo. I gotta say, honestly, bro, like Christian's been doing this shit for twenty something years. That was a career defining promo. It really was, and 
like I know me, like I know James also, like Paul. He was, he's always been the big Christian mark, but like I was too. And just man, seeing him come out first off, the natural progression, getting back the brown long sleeve mm-hmm. uh, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah, the it's not the dope jacket yet, but we're it's not the dope jacket. But in TNA, he would come out with this shitty ass like you know long sleeve, short sleeve, brown thing. Like it was just something. And seeing him come out with this Omos gear was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it was the Omos gear. Oh my I, god! I can't believe it took us this long. Like, it, like we just started talking about the, the first... chain. It would have been over. Oh my god! That was gosh, the bro. first thing that Wyatt fucking texted me while I was watching it. Was damn, he really got the Omos fit. I was like, fuck, he does. He yeah, really this does. is the Christian Cage that I've always wanted to fucking see again. This was honestly, dude, top of his fucking game. This is this is Captain Charisma right here. This is why Ooh. he's called that. It's funny because uh, people went back on like the Edge and Christian show, and they interview Luke Perry, and Christian's like, "Oh my God, I love you, I love you. You're so you're so, you're so hot." And now he's like, "Yo, you're you're fucking dead." Oh, you oh my God! It's crazy, no, he, he said he said no homo. Yeah, he said, hey. never mind. But I, in full agreement, I mean, I've sung my praises. The highlight of Christian's career for me will always be the 2011, the the Randy Orton feud. Like that's always going to mm-hmm. be like. But this has the heartbreak I felt when Orton beat him for the title on SmackDown. Yeah. God damn it, dude! See that? Uh, yeah, and it was. I've always said this. I don't. I've never really thought that Christian was like a really like an amazing promo. I thought he was really good at character work, like in matches and like just his mannerisms and stuff like that. But the promo that he cut was like it was unbelievable. There were this times was when he was you could tell. Yeah, like he was he was stumbling over his words at some point, but I think that just made it feel real. It's like when it's not as like elegant as like when MJF goes off on a tirade because that dude just oh, yeah. like that dude just when he starts he's he always just, on it. He's never he's yeah. like fuck it. He is like fuck you and your motherfucking mama. I'm gonna kill mm-hmm. all you motherfuckers. That's just how that's how he is, you know. But Chris right. Cage, he just like has this realism to it, and I'm this. It's made the Christian Cage Jungle Boy match. Hopefully mm-hmm. for all out. I'm hoping that Jungle Boy's back before then. If he's actually if he's not hurt. Uh I think he's hurt. I think it's all work. I I hope Forbidden so. Door, you never know who's hurt. Yeah, yeah Forbidden Door, you never know. No, dude, we'll get there. 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 There's, there's, there's one there's, there's <laughs> thing too about um Christian real quick is like like we said, like, you know, especially when he came back, it's like, oh man, they still have it. And then he had that fucking crazy impact world title reign, like out of nowhere, that whole summer last year was just he was on fire with Kenny he Omega made, and all this other he, shit. He was a first fucking one to make, name. One of the first people to make Josh Alexander known. And that mm-hmm. and I've always grateful to him. He put that dude over so well. Like I I I had my problems with Omega's impact title run, but I feel like Christian made up for it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. big time. Why was that? Uh, uh, any of these uh, all that's next is that ring jacket, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you I'm glad he like all finally looks back on his TNA run now. He's not just like I think when he was in WWE and they'd be like, "Yo, remember TNA?" He's like, "I don't want to talk about that shit." And you're like, "Why?" It was good. It's like, "Oh no, no, I love TNA." He's <laughs> just holding it at gunpoint, saying, "Yes, <laughs> say you're on drugs again." Like, I need this. I need this WWE title, please. I cannot mention TNA. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when Christian beat Kenny for the TNA title. Say, I was there when he won the ECW title. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that would have been better, to be honest. I was. I mean, not. The same thing. I was there for uh, Edge Appreciation Night when Christian was there for that. That was a really wholesome, sweet moment. I feel like I watched I mean, that. Yeah, it was like it was in Toronto, and it was um, it was like after SmackDown ended, but they ta- they taped it like right after SmackDown ended, and it was it was fantastic. Like they had so many so many great cameos in that man. Uh, I was, I Mr. Man is on Raw right now. 
Oh, wow. No way. Oh, God. Hide. He's going to welcome the return of Tom. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Kill I me feel right like now. they did something like that for Bret Hart uh, in, like, 2013 that I watched. Uh, but it was after Raw on the network. It was, yeah. it was Bret Hart disappreciation. Though. It was legit, like, a 10-minute ceremony. That's it? Yep. Like, Edge got, like, a full fucking hour-long segment. Like, he got a full, like, they had tons of cameos and tons of, like, people from the past from his career and stuff. They were just like, my bad, my you bad, know what, bro? Also, shout out Bret Hart. Uh, he was right all along. America yeah. kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Topical. <laughs> we love the people, really but uh, nah, that's, this government got to go, man. <laughs> yeah. you, really, you really slipped into that one very, very smoothly, Chris. Yeah, slipping Jimmy. Yeah, we whoop slipping that Jimmy. Jimmy. Yo, yo, don't, yo you, you talk about slipping Jimmy, man. You, you yeah, talk about Jimmy. Jimmy. No, you got to talk about those fucking Slim Jims. The chicanery? All right. <laughs> The, sh- the, the, sh- the Glenn Jacobs chicanery? Watching doors like oh, slipping Jimmy oh on a machine gun. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, can we yeah, not I'll talk about Kane, please? No. <laughs> no. Kane, it just makes me sad. Kane. Yeah, that just makes me sad. I want to talk about JTG either. Uh, no, that's no, they, Wait, they, what they, did he do? What did he JTG do? Oh, no, he said, he said, like, yo, Kane only got hate because he's a, he's a straight white guy or whatever, and I stand with him, and, like, okay. Bro, what? Everyone was like, what, well, you see that? <laughs> yeah. JTG, man. Never yeah, he wasn't like supporting Kane's like thing. You're just supporting his like right to have an opinion or something. Oh. Well, it's like okay, dude. The anti SJW twenty seventeen response. I got you. I got you. Well, Jeez. here's the thing, JTG, and this is going out to JTG right now. Sometimes opinions are wrong. Yeah. Oh hell, yeah. have Chris versus the God. But sometimes they're just wrong and not correct at all and kane like, no basis. is a fucking idiot yeah, here's like, what he said jtg he said cis heterosexual men are not allowed to have an opinion on social media about women we get blackballed and or insulted from various groups don't fall for it fellas at glenn jacobs tn kane someone i highly respect spoke his mind and the mob is right on time with their pitchforks god Oh my god, he's so and oppressed. And he retweeted a bunch oh, of people so like hating on him because he's like, hey guys, look, I like people that hate me, huh? <laughs> no, dude, you see the one guy that got that pretended to be a Glenn Jacobs supporter? He got him in Twitter DMs just to say <laughs> yeah. you're urgent, just to say. Fucking <laughs> got him. I, I wish love... that was me, bro. I wish that was me. Have you ever seen the signs around, like, Knox County that say, uh... Get rid of the wrestler mayor. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see this bad. dude ran as a libertarian, by the way. This man is the biggest traitor in all. Oh fuck yeah, him. he's like that was their team, and they didn't know. It makes me that when he won, he came out to his fucking wrestling team. How can you betray right, so me, Glenn? What the <laughs> that fuck? Was base, like, come on, man. I'd rather take Rhino over you, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino. Like when Rhino, Rhino ran for mayor, and he it was like there on oh. SmackDown on election night. Yo, all I'm saying is that Miro also lives in Tennessee, bro. Let's let's let Miro r- run for. Uh, oh, Miro, Miro does a lot of that too, where he like he just retweets what Kane's saying. Yeah, Miro's a oh like no, a too. no, wait, I thought he wasn't. Wait, I thought he wasn't. What? Um, I don't. It might be related to that, but there was something recently is, that was a controversial think, like, thing said, that uh, Kane was talking about, and then Miro was like, "Yeah, yo, he's right." Well, and I was like, "Yo, call Miro, get out of here, bro." No. <laughs> 
fuck? Why is the progression from pro wrestler to politician? What is going on here? Hey, bro. (laughs) It all started with Bret Hart, which makes perfect sense. People are all giving this, people are giving this, like, sympathy to Sasha Banks for potentially being released. Let's not forget, a couple months ago, with those fucking likes on Instagram and shit. Yeah, oh, oh no. yeah, like, I will I not think, become a pawn to whatever or mm-hmm. whatever. It's I like, think, okay. though, I feel like the sympathy for Sasha has less to do with, with like, that and more just more how, about the, w- how WWE, about the, the principle of how shit WWE are as a business. Yeah. It's just chaos over there. Yeah. Yeah. You try and defend one weird. thing and then 15 other things are fucking up. You're like, I, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most... And see, on TV, it's such a mundane, boring show, and then you hear stories, and it's like, how, why can't we get even an element of this level of fucking yeah. bad shit insanity on TV? I would at least tune in out of curiosity. Though. Remember that uh, commercial from the 90s where the wrestlers were, like, walking through the WWE headquarters and everyone's fighting each other and shit like that? Yeah. I That's think awesome. it's like that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, Way it's worse. Just, that was Vince, that was Vince McMahon and uh, uh, what's his name Nick Khan throwing John Laurinaitis out of the Titan Tower. Nick Khan is playing five D chess out here. Yeah, <laughs> the He's coldest man in wrestling. Speaking of cons, let's get oh. into AEW slash New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door twenty twenty two. I mean AEW Forbidden Door because they were <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. AEW cross. NJPW because that's that was the official. Let me let me say this really quick. Uh, this was an AEW pay per view. (laughs) Yeah, I would like a little bit more of like that New Japan flair to it, but it was was literally no, like it was just like an it was like an AEW show with all of AEW's top stars that weren't injured, and then just some New Japan guys. Yeah, I agree though. It was it was primarily an AEW show because really the, the. did any of the New Japan guys win like the singles? Osprey. Uh, uh, oh, we're not allowed to say names. Fuck. Don't listen oh, to this yeah. part. Oh, oh, guys, I was set up. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end of the show, like the, okay. the whole highlights. All right, but yeah. bro, you skipping the buy I don't. I don't remember. Two anything. guys being dudes. Oh, Two guys yeah, were being yeah, dudes there, and that was about it. That was about it. Two guys. Fucking the mans. No, we had we had. We had Swerve in our glory. That was a good match too. They did. And the uh, who was it? it was Des- it was Desperado and who was the other guy? I can't remember his um, name. Joe Mama. Joe Mama I, was yes. there. Yes, Ojama from Yu-Gi-Oh. Ojama. <laughs> Yo, they had Joshihashi on the box. Just you guys being dudes. <laughs> this is a this is like a, a later moment in the show where Chris is like. Yo, they did. They changed something. I was like, no, they didn't. We'll get to that. But. We open the show with Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shooter Umino. As uh, Chris likes to call him, Yuta Wheeler. I was going to say that. Dude, Wheeler. I, I like, like subconsciously fuck that up every time I tell his You said name. it with so much passion, too. You were like, oh, yeah, yeah Yuta Wheeler. Just, Yuta I don't Wheeler. think of Wheeler. Wheeler. I don't think of Wheeler as a first name. You know, just think that's his NXT name. If he ever goes to NXT, they're gonna yeah, call the wheel. him. They're just gonna go. You're the wheeler. Mm-hmm. this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good start. They were like, Dude. especially when it was like Suzuki and uh, Kingston. They're beating the shit out of each other. The entrances though, Tony. Holy fuck. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzuki comes out. Uh, Melee said it on Twitter. One of the clearest, most like crisp Kazai Nino Reyes oh, that yeah. we have heard in a long time. 
This shit was perfect. Yeah, and this is where we should just start the general, because this is just a fucking general thing on the show. This might be the best crowd AEW has ever had. Oh, they, they were not the whole night, the whole they night, even when there was like flops. Once, like even for matches that like maybe weren't as good or like, you know, when certain things went wrong in certain matches, we'll get to that later. They were still like 100% into it. No matter what, they were reacting. They They carried it and you could tell it meant the world to the new Japan guys. Cause they, they don't, you, you go into a new country to a different audience. You don't know if you're going to get that same reaction you get in your hometown, like in your home promotion. Right. So you could see it like, especially on Okada's face. He was like, he was taking yeah. it in. Like, it was, Okada's wrestled in America before he knows that he's like over, over here and that everybody knows who he is, but you never know. Like, uh, after a pandemic, you know, like, yeah. like things have changed so much over the last two years, I feel like, and so mm-hmm. many, and not to mention this show had such like a negative aura coming into it because of all the yeah. injuries and stuff. Very you can never, you can never be too sure. And it was like, it well, was even just, just in a, in general, like we'll get into it when it uh, pops up, but like people like Clark Connors, like the crowd, like yeah. crowd gave like everyone like fucking a fair <laughs> shot. Got some yeah. cheers too. Like people were chanting his name, but especially near the end of that match. Did yeah. you know that match? He was like, he was on fire, dude. He had something to prove. You know what it's like? It's like mm-hmm. when Kobashi came over to face Joe. He said in an interview after the match, he was like, oh, I just thought like I was going to get booed out of the building because I'm just like, he thought he would need to do the match like a, a like stereotypical, yeah, like a stereotypical Japanese yeah. heel. Um, so yeah. he was like, he was preparing for the whole, like he was preparing before the match to like wrestle that kind of match. And then he said he comes out and he's getting like these massive cheers from everybody. Like everybody knows who he is. And he's like, holy yeah. shit, they actually That's know awful. who I am. So he needed to switch up what he was going to do in the match, like immediately to how he and normally that... wrestles instead of like the generic heel bullshit. Yeah. And because I feel like you see that a lot in wrestling, especially in companies that are much more focused on like the predetermined nature where it's like a wrestler could come out, he'll get fucking crazy, huge pops. Mm-hmm. And but he has, but he, there's not as much of a free flowing environment. So he still has to work like a fucking, like, like a heel. And it doesn't really feel as natural. He's not really allowed to do like what he wants. Right. And I yeah. just, that was a great example where you pulled up. Kabashi. Especially for these guys who, you know, obviously normally wrestle in Japan. So, yeah. And, and, they, and they're also nowadays, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, uh, okay. now, nowadays, now with like the whole, like the cheer, the noise ban or whatever, the cheering ban, it's mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. I'm sitting respectfully. Yeah. I don't know if that's still <laughs> do going you still on. Have I, that or no? I haven't watched New Japan in a while, obviously for multiple reasons, but uh, I don't know if they still have that band. But like, I remember watching some of the matches from like the COVID era, and it was just weird, like just seeing people clap uh, and not being able to cheer. Odd, yeah, oddly enough, that was like more uncomfortable than like WWE at the beginning of the pandemic when yeah, there was no like, one in the arena about, at like, all. Like, because they were, which, I mean, like, that's a very weird rule, though. It's like they're already wearing masks. I don't know why you yeah. can't, like, yeah, because they ran like Tokyo Dome, which is 80,000 seats, but they still had like 10,000 people there, but nobody could talk at all. It was just weird. That's weird. A weird time. It's like NPCs. that one rather no one in the arena, honestly. It's oh, like, shit. One, oh, Morbius. <laughs> Well, oh my god, they're oh, here. Oh, oh, my god. The union is here. They're invading. Fuck. Oh my oh, god. Oh, they're invading. Oh, <laughs> Alright. Into this. Welcome. Please forgive me. So, no, 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 no. Hold on. All right, yeah, well, you, this part is perfect. You can answer the question. What is your opinion on the socioeconomic climate right now? What are your so, guys' I thoughts love... on the 2020 election? 
I love TNA. Oh, I love, yeah, I love Burr. I mean, no Bubble Bubble. I'll do one better. Why is Gamora? You know what? In case you forgot, <laughs> uh -huh. Why is Ohad knock your shell off? Why is Obama? <laughs> Lariat. I love TNA. Guys, TNA. Um, so Sting had a match against Jeff Hardy at Victory Road, and there was a famous mm -hmm. incident where Jeff Hardy stumbles down to the ring, uh, in clearly intoxicated. He's and... a funny guy. I love that Jeff Hardy. He's a very he's a joker. Uh, he does everything all the time. It's so good. Uh, he, he gets into the ring. He does hit, his pose. Hit, Eric know. Bischoff comes out and he says, he says, no, 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 yes. And then the whole ring explodes. And then TNA just went down. Just I remembered it. Just I remember it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. man. What a great moment. You want to know how I got these scars, Cass? Sharp <laughs> hamburger. Guys, you guys, before we leave this invasion, spine surgery. Chris, 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 before we leave this invasion, you guys continue the pod. Um, can you just real quick um, condemn TNA for all the actions that they have done? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm standing up for TNA. Today's topic: slavery. I have a quick question for you before you condemn racism. Yo, this racism guy. I think we gotta beat him up. This Hitler fellow. I think we should kill him. He should kill himself. Oh, okay. You should kill yourself now. Zane did not yeah, condemn racist, it, by the way. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. you know what? I got something to say about Pride Month. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's only three days left, though. Seven days. Do you see why we don't have any more than five people on this yes, fucking podcast? We, yeah. <laughs> we were having a really you good talk this. about crowds and just we did this. On. We were talking we about did. the inflation crisis and like uh, women's rights, and then you came inflation. Yeah. Oh, I'm not into that shit. Sonic inflation. We're talking about inflation. No. <laughs> All right, we're talking Chris, about so... Glenn Jacobs and Bobby Schmurda, bro. It was, it was going Yo, crazy. Get out of my <laughs> trap house. <laughs> Do you guys condemn TNA? Uh, no, it stands for tits and ass, and that's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, and that's base. So yeah. I don't all right, that. <laughs> goodbye. That's what we all could agree on. Say the I line, melee. Say, I just want to say Stranger Things season four. Yeah, yeah. All where the fuck were we? Keep that Stranger Things bit in. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. All in. In. This is like a three-hour pod now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but back to the match. So Eddie Yo, Kingston comes out. He's doing his entrance. This dude is fucking pumped all right Yo, the world is gone. he's so he's at like energy like peak right now in he AEW. Like, every time you oh, yeah. can tell he's fucking loving this stuff with jericho like he's just he's having a great time and i'm he i'm happy does for him. nothing wrong it's crazy he's how one of the one best dude can never like fuck up anything you know it's it's gonna sound funny like uh given the last names but eddie kingston i think he's gonna be like that that even though he's not been around for as long at AEW, he has like that Kofi Kingston thing where it's like, God, I just want him to win the world title, but I'm worried it'll exactly. never happen. Like, but, like yeah. you have that hope that it'll always happen. And you know, with Kofi, it was just glorious when he finally won the championship. We so always talk about it. It's like, uh, you know, whenever Grand Slam is coming up, it's like, oh, you know, they're gonna put Eddie in a title match and he's gonna win. You know? That was the first. What was the first thing a bunch of us were saying when Punk won the title? It's like the only man who should beat him. Is, is Eddie Kingston? Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, oh, the him. Well, Eddie or Wardlow, but I prefer Eddie overall. Wardlow get the TNT title for a bit. He has time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I will be honest. Uh, so 
when my brother and I ordered this pay-per-view, um, we were having a shit ton of troubles with our cable oh, yeah. provider. So I, and I was furious about it and I missed pretty much all except the last oh, four, you missed the beginning. Four or five minutes of this match. I saw the, the final stretch and that's it, unfortunately. So, but then yeah. something real quick. Yep. You the wheeler starts off this match. Motherfucker, you did it again. You said you the wheeler? I, no, wait, what? <laughs> oh my oh god, my I did god. it. Fuck! That was a bit. God damn it. Why did he do it again? I thought it was a bit. <sighs> <sighs> Rock bottom. Yeah. He was he he was spamming them bitches, bro. Wheeler yeah, he was spamming Germans on Jericho. He didn't even stop. Six German suplexes and an Olympic slam in the first Dude. three minutes of this match. Call me Kurt Angle. Yeah. Wheeler, where did this guy come from? Because I had never Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. I mean, Philadelphia, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. No different. <laughs> he came, Wheeler, Utah, to the streets, you yeah, know? Bro. But yeah. I didn't, I I didn't hear about this guy until like last year when he joined Best Friends and he was getting jobbed all the time. And I was like, mm -hmm. why is this guy even here? Is this like a pity hire or some shit like that? But I can be like, why is he losing all the time? He does, like his matches, like he seems like he's good. I was like, what are they doing with him? I'm hoping, I think the long term, after he loses the pure title, I think he should beat Gresham for the Ring of Honor world title. No rule. I don't know if that's going to happen. I feel like they're just going to be kind of. give it to Brian Cage. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Please. Mohawk style. <laughs> Action man, inflatable blow up doll style. <laughs> Let me just say, too, uh, Shota Umino has the perfect look. He, yeah, because has his look changed? Because I feel like I didn't, because I, I, again, I'm like you, I didn't watch a whole lot of New Japan recently. Did he change his look a lot over the last few years? Yeah, short oh, hair when, yeah. like, Jericho jumped him. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. ugh, that's and then crazy. When he, was, when he was, uh, when he was Moxley's young boy, he had, uh, like, kind of long black hair, but he still, had, since he was a young lion, he wore, like, the black tights. But this look that he has now with the red hair and the pink and blue tights, he yeah. looks like a star. He's got he's got a bit of a Hiromu vibe about him mm -hmm. with the with that look. Honestly, a bit of a Hiromu, bit of a young Tana vibe. Not not yeah. as good. It's not. Like, I agree. He's got kind of like a Homer Simpson vibe. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Plow. Young Homer. <laughs> Mr. Plow, dude. Don't even get me started on Mr. Plow, man. It's, it's over. <laughs> I love Mr. Platt. Yeah, how yeah, did they were up this whole match? How did it end? Who did, how did it end though? Jericho. I assume Jericho. This, this match had way. This match was really good. It was mm -hmm. way better than yeah. anyone being. Yeah, I, this was the one match on the show I was actively like not looking forward to. Everything mm -hmm. else I was excited yeah. about, but yeah, it's it. From what I saw, it was very good. And again, Shota, who I had no idea about, he went in there and he he stole the whole match. Yeah, he was having mm -hmm. some crazy uh, European uppercuts. Um, the walls of Jericho kicks. spot. Yeah, he put Jericho of, in the my, walls. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole show from what I saw of it. It was just like... They he, all did submissions at a point and Jericho hit his famous submission, the, the stretch. Oh I was God. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, why are you doing this move? Eddie yeah. too, bro. Eddie was going crazy in this match with a uh, uh, chop battle with Suzuki. Uh, fucking killed Sammy with a backdrop driver. Hit the spinning back fist on Suzuki. Which looked great. I'm hoping we get that one-on-one -on -one match on we, Dynamite between yeah. between the two of them. I think that would be great. But uh, yeah. Tony, the match ended with uh, 
So and it was a bat, like awkward. I remember that. Like yeah, they hit him. Uh, it was Taikante had the bat, bat the whole match. Yeah, and then Chota uh, actually blocked the Judas effect, uh, and hit a tornado DDT, and then a brainbuster. But everybody else was taken out. Like I know Suzuki took out Eddie with a God style power driver, which for about two thirds of the match, Eddie and Suzuki were just fighting each other. Yeah, that's, that's for the best. Yeah, that that was for the best. That <laughs> yeah. was the best. Um, like, and then the match ended with Shardage trying to like fight everybody off, and then Jericho hit the Judas effect. Basically, it was a really good Judas effect too. Because not only did moment. he lose the Jericho, but then in in a later backstage segment, they had to fucking oh do him more God. dirty. The freaking fireball, fucking no clip fireball <laughs> from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I can't get over them doing this fireball shit, man. Like, I mean, to be fair, it's not as bad as, like, you know, Randy Orton mascara skin mask from yeah. late 2020, but it's still pretty good. Night Vision? <laughs> Splinter Cell. A night Vision? Yes. Tom, Clan- Tom Clancy's Monday Night Raw. We're going dark. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this was, from what I saw, it was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. this goes to show, I think, that. Uh, this year's Blood and Guts is going to be way better than last year's. Oh my god. This because I was not a fan of last year's, even before that finish happened. I didn't think it was very good. But this looks like it's going to be great. Like, I, I yeah. love the lineup, and this was... This is any indication, it's going to be great. Yeah. And, and really I mean, cool. I wish Danielson was in it, but uh, the dude... I wonder who will replace him. Oh. No, we'll see who's in it. I mean, I'm not sure who's in it yet. We'll it could be anyone. anyone. We'll get... Guys, it might be, might be Kurt Angle. It might be Timothy Thatcher, you never know. Kurt Angle well, and Bloody Guts a week after having double knee replacement surgery? Oh my it god. It might be Kurt Angle, bro. I mean, not what Kurt Angle. Daniel Kurt Bryan. Bryan. I, what if it's Daniel Bryan? Oh my god, Daniel Bryan? Oh my god. Swerve. Holy what if it's just, the Fiend? Specifically the Wyatt family version. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. In that gray jumpsuit. Sitting on top of the cage doing the yes taunt. Just rowing again. <laughs> Listen, bro. It's Eric Redbeard is based. We love that man. We love that man. I love As that a wrestler, I mean, you know, he he was at Control Your Narrative, so that's that's yeah. that's so basic. Yeah, come on, what are you gonna do? Have shit in this house. Winner take all. Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Championship match. FTR oh, versus Jeff yeah. Cobb and Great Ocon versus yeah. Rapungi Vice. So Rapungi Vice bringing nothing to the table here. No yeah, titles, no nothing. Just here to take the pin. So, that's do we want to talk about how they boomed all of us? They fucking boomed all yeah, of us. Yeah, that's really that. the only note I have for this match. Mm. Um, like that, I, I mean, honestly, so this personally is my match of the night. That was really? it was a great match. I'm surprised. It was. A great I think match. it's just because I just love FTR so much. They're the most I've, I was invested in throughout this whole show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I forget. This who was said great. It. I forget who said it while we were watching the show, but someone said, "I can't believe like." Uh, two years ago, I thought these guys were boring, and I feel the same exact way. Like, yeah, well, it's because like I feel like the heel the heel characters had like ran, ran themselves out with FTR. Like it was just kind of this NXT Prime, uh, the revival is oh, yeah. loaded, and it's and it's always going to be one of my favorite tag team runs ever. But this new run is like I I cannot this believe is their definitive run right here. This is them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. and mm-hmm. I, I cannot. Fact, believe they, they both were great as singles guys too. 
Oh, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm happy Cash is starting to get more of a shine. It's like they were focusing a lot on Dax, but Cash is starting to get some singles matches. Like that match with Jeff Cobb, he had a rampage. was really good. That was a really good match. I really liked that. The whole storyline basically with FTR was they were basically seven-star FTR was like, that's like their point. That's where they want to get to. Yeah. Seven yeah. titles across every different uh, show. Yes. And, SmackDown, NXT, ROH, AEW. And it didn't look like that was going to happen because it Dax didn't. Harwood hits hits an elbow drop. And he... I was scared. I was he terrified. He starts selling and oh, oh, this was he like... Leaves. A, Flat out. Oh my god! Literally, my heart sank. They, I was so yeah. sad. Like, I couldn't take it. They, this would just be the worst luck. But commentary saying that uh, his shoulder was separated. We said simply put it back in. <laughs> exactly. I, I missed like, the exact moment oh, that it happened. It's like Bionicles, bro. Just put this yeah, shit back. Exactly. Just no, it's like it's Lego Movie, my guy. Just like put yeah. this shit back in. It's like what yo, we gotta get the guy from Toy Story 2 fixed Woody's Oh shit, that's that. a bad stage. <laughs> the Q-tips. I I missed when it happened, but everyone's like, oh, he's fucking injured. And I'm like, I, I not to be the I've not worked, I've not worked guy, but I'm like, yo, if, if he comes back out, that's like the perfect way that they're winning these titles. Mm. Like they miss half the match, so people wanted even more. And then he walked out and I was like, oh my god. I honestly, we you know we I think, I think we oh, go ahead. I think it was them playing into the whole thing with like how so many people before this show got hurt i think Just it was how cursed into this. yeah yeah definitely yeah and how then later it got real yeah <laughs> oh i don't <laughs> we'll get there well it just makes me so sad but we'll get there yeah and i i i had joined the discord for a little bit uh during this match because my cape my cable provider was having issues again when okay. Dax started walking down the ramp I, we, I everybody reverted to monkey brain it was just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, fire, fire. Fire, and fire this is I gotta say this I, you know I wasn't I didn't watch their run in New Japan that much this is the best I've seen Rapongi Vice they they were oh, yeah. on fire yeah. this match dude Very was, using his ass as a weapon just sitting on people's faces I was like what the hell's going on here what is this I don't know how I turned back and I was like, "What is, what is happening?" The appeal of this guy. What is, what is, based man what, ever? What, what is not pussy. the appeal of Great <laughs> I know, but I'm also happy my my man Jeff Cobb is finally yeah. getting some uh, some shine because he's believe... he's been. Dude, great. Jeff Cobb is dry is built like drywall. I can't believe <laughs> people are built like that. <laughs> he's built wide. Well, dude, you look at him as like Matanza when he was Matanza in Lucha Underground. His head looked like it was like shrunk to his mm -hmm. body. He looked, he literally looked like the mom. It's my turn on the Xbox. Reverse Funko Pop. Great Ocon, she forced me to have sex with me. You, you know the vibe I get from him, and this is another Toy Story reference. Is just the, the fucking. He was talking to me. No, he was talking to me. No, he was talking to me. He was talking to me. Fucking rock and soccer robots. Also, I gotta say, dude, the big rig has probably become my favorite. Tag team so good. It's like the three D, but you're like doing like a fucking like three D, but I but instead I break your ribs. Three D, but love, better. I love how each match it's like they're hitting it out of nowhere too. They're yeah. not like setting up for it. That just makes it even better, dude. Well, that that's been the, that's been one of my favorite tag finishers again since NXT when it was the Shatter Machine, which is one of the most base move names ever but mm -hmm. the big rig is more base because it's brody related but i called the midnight express for a second it was yeah <laughs> one of my favorite big rigs is take over toronto when gargano goes for the slingshot spear 
and Jack, yeah. Jax catches him and he lifts him up and Gargano almost lands like on his face. Like he, he like swan dives down when he gets brought down onto the knees. Break your brutal. Neck. It was brutal. But yeah, this was this was great. Uh one of my favorite spots was I I mean the main spot I remember was the double superplex into Cash's splash, which was beautiful. Oh, oh my god, that like, was great. That was absolutely fantastic this this was great and it came back from a really scary moment but the scary moment made it like really really effective yeah. <laughs> near the end like i and it protected Cobb and ocon because they they kind of need protecting i feel like mm-hmm. they're a pretty important tag team i'm ho- i i'm looking forward to whatever ftr does next hopefully beating the young all the belts now man they just need everything ftr and the bucks Number three at all out for with Ready all the four, gold. Man. With all the gold on the line. That would be great. all the gold. You think? Holy shit! Yeah, I put <laughs> oh it. My dude, God, you know I, what? I you want to go absolutely ridiculous? Put it. Put it in a ladder match and have literally every single belt hanging above the ring. Oh my god! They have to get every single belt. You, like oh you just god, pick god. a title and you could decide if you want to keep continuing the match and get more titles. You're like, no, nah, I got the ring of honor titles. I'm gonna leave. Oh Holy my god! That's fuck. actually a really crazy stipulation. Holy That's really actually do, a great idea. Hold up! Hold up! Here's what you do. All right. Four corners match. You put the AAA, IWGP, Ring of Honor, and AW uh, championships in each of the four corners. Oh, shit. You need to grab Ooh. all of them. That's a really good idea. They should steal this. Yeah, bro. I hope you're listening, <laughs> Tony Khan. God. Come on. I know, you, I know you're vain. Yeah, research, that's TK. That's Tony, Tony going to give you an intimate hug for that suggestion. Oh, my God. I but did you see so. what Vince Russo said about that hug? Yeah, fuck you. I don't even hug my wife like this. <laughs> yeah, this is like, this is your so wife, bro. Come on. My wife doesn't even hug me like this. But, and I wonder why. Is he crying? Shut up, bro. Why? <laughs> Dude, I, I can never tell Vince Russo or JD from NY apart from one another. They both have the same, like, yeah. annoying New York tone. Same mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. What was that? Oh, the next match. The All-Atlantic oh, Championship. The AEW All-Atlantic Championship Finals. Versus... Miro over as anyone could ever be. This crowd Dude. would have damn killed Holy for this man. Fuck. Dude, I yes, I would have too. I would have... You know that line? Uh, well, I don't want to spoil. There's a line in one of the newest episodes of The Boys with Homelanders like, they should put their knives to their children like Abraham to Isaac. And I was like, <laughs> I would literally do that to my child for Miro. He, he's a perfect man. I will kill Miro's god for him. And you know what? Dude? They were, they were for him. Him. Tony, even though we love well, Miro, bro, even though we oh, love Miro, I was one hundred percent back in pack we for this. He needed that title. We were not cheering for him, bro. We we were all cheering for my man Clark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, shit, baby. Speaking dude. of Clark Connors and Miro, Miro starts this match Clark. by just beating the fucking brakes off, dude. He's not everyone beats his He's like. He's like the Brock Lesnar figure for AEW right now. Like he really is. He could. He mm. literally could be that big if he if they give him the world championship. I think that would be so good. And God, he just. I can't believe I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, this is the same guy who was doing cucking angles on his way yeah. out. He's like a completely new man. Here's it's, the thing, though. Even still, even with that whole angle, he still made it enter- entertaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's day true. Was over. Just to show how great he is. He's amazing. And even like the gamer stuff, which are, which I know a lot of people didn't enjoy. He he was gamer way range. more entertaining in that. Than his like last um, U.S. title reign when he was um he was talking. He was doing like a whole like slideshow presentation about his like family in Bulgaria. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> his mother showed up on screen and the crowd was no. booing. He was like, "How much you terrible, my mother!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd never forget when he took the TV monitor and said he was the new TV champion. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I am new television champion, bro. Miro hit a burning lariat Kobashi style on Clark Connors in this match. Dude, he, they he were set him that up. dude off. He freaking he. It was Dude, brutal. Pat was getting the shit kicked out in this whole match. At some point, it was like uh, Miro and Malachi were like a grizzly bear and like and like a fucking gorilla. Like they're both just yeah, kicking at this prey and they're who, fighting over him. They were fighting over who gets to stop the fuck out of pocket. <laughs> my, my two older brothers debating who gets to beat the shit out of me. Pac, too, though. Dude, uh, the super kick that Pac hit when Miro went for the Machka kick was brutal. <laughs> That was like that. You could feel that snap like through yeah. the entire. Mm-hmm. And I think that was that was when I started getting into that because I thought for the first half, like first two thirds, even though I thought it was like this is pretty good, but I wasn't like going crazy for it. I mean, I I, I fucking love Miro. He's one mm-hmm. of my top five going really, right now. Dude. I love Miro to death, but I was like, you know what, this is getting kind of old. But once Pac went on his hot streak and he started taking everybody out, he did. He does that beautiful freaking Fosbury flop over the ropes. It's just. That's when I got Clark fire up, man. Hits the power slam, hits that spear out of nowhere, goes for his finish, the trophy kill. Which that should be such like a simple move, but on somebody like Pac, it just looks like death because Pac because Pac bumps like a madman for it. It It had me for a second. I was like, let him win. That'd be funny. Clark Connors' finisher name is the trophy kill. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Cowboy shit, <laughs> and then it was all almost over. Yeah, they were, dude. They were putting Miro over in this match. Uh, he put Pac in the game over, and honestly, it looked like it was over. But he wasn't sitting back into it. Yeah, Pac... yeah. Once, once he wasn't sitting back into it, I knew it was yeah. not. I knew he was not going to win because that's that's usually the instant he puts it in, he sits back mm-hmm. and he wins like two seconds afterwards. So, and then the most. Uh, Malachi, he just walks in in front of the referee. He doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah. not doing any like theatrics. He just walks dude. up and he's like, fuck you, dude. Malachi get black. Is so cool. He, he really is. is. They gotta get these trios titles and give him a house. That theme again, because that theme is crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the way Miro sold that black mask kick, by the yeah. way? Yeah. He like he like stood there for a solid 10 seconds before stumbling. It was like last yeah. like three minutes was crazy. That was <laughs> awesome. Anyone could have won. I was like, oh shit. That whole sequence and man, I'm just so happy for Pac. He yeah. I, I I he was my pick going into this. I definitely so deserved happy. it. Yeah. He's yeah. Been there since day one. Bro, yeah, it's crazy took this long. Four fifty into the brutalizer. Uh, fucked up Connors. Connors and Connors taps out instantly, Dude, which doesn't four fifty didn't let go. Did a four fifty while Malachi had Clark Connors in a cross arm breaker. I thought he broke his fucking arm. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. He was yanking him. He was like, that's nasty, dude. But yeah. hits that, and it looks like we are now headed towards Malachi Black and Miro for oh, all out. Oh, oh my god, and Miro's been hit with the mist. So he's blind now. He needs God. Wait, is that how that works? Well, well, they did. Oh, well, I mean, that's how it's supposed to work. But like, you know, Penta became Penta Oscuro, but then you know, that again, I'm not doing that fuck, shit. dude. Penta Miro's Oscuro, become, you know, Miro's going to become an nothing. atheist. He already no. is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is when he finally brings out Lana? Holy shit. 
Now that he got sprayed with the mist, he's now pro-choice. Oh, no. <laughs> he's oh, good, yes. Mira. I mean, oh, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> now, to- Tony, if you're watching this, okay, you listen to Chris's thing, here's my, my, my plea. Don't burn this match on an episode of Dynamite. Please put it on All Out. Yeah. Let it go 20 minutes. I listen. If you have to do anything, give me Miro and Brody King on Dynamite, and that will be enough. Mm. I will. Oh, That'll be good. I will. I will be eternally grateful. But yeah, this was this was pretty dang good. It wasn't my one of my uh, absolute favorites on the show, but it was just I, the last the last stretch of it is what really elevated it for me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. We move on to the Young Bucks and El Fantasmo versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Takagi. Who got PWG in my AEW? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were in those jackets. I was like, holy shit, the PWG logo. Dude, and Sting, this fucking Yo, guy. That I... entr- okay, the entrance was way crazier because watching the feed and like Sting didn't come out and you're like, what happened? And the lights went out and then they like showed the rafters. I swear to God, it was just blurry because we're like, okay, is he going to be up there? And then they just cut back. Mm-hmm. But I seen on BT of all things that there was a, a sting look like in the rafters looking down, oh, and then really? when they turned the lights back on, it was another st- it was actual sting on top. Oh, that was the whole crazy. point, and we didn't notice. I was like, "What the oh, fuck are they showing us?" And that that shot of the elite coming out and Sting is uh, like that shadow, that silhouette of him on the background of mm-hmm. the of the ramp. Gorgeous, man! That was absolutely gorgeous. It's be diving. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, why do you think WWE just would not let this man go when he could still they do this hate shit? WCW. Yeah, true. I mean, like that's WWE for you. But this was like, I just had a fucking blast with this, mm-hmm. like top to bottom. I know this isn't everybody's style of match, but it was gen. I don't laugh at a lot of comedy in wrestling these days. El Fantasmo doing his bit before straight raking him in the back. Oh, that was a great. Spot. Whacked me up and. God, I think I popped. Oh wait, no, well, no, I can't get that. Actually, that's actually the finish. So, so I'll let other people talk about it first because I'll talk Sting about the finish. And, uh, Shingo exchanging uh, the big boy suntods before doing the Lij uh, fist bump that ruled. Dude, the fuck, oh, Sting dude. taking fucking double super kick, and he's like, "I'm not selling this." <laughs> yeah. well, he, it wasn't like see, it wasn't like a cringe. Like, oh, I'm gonna. It's not like that time he took that double power bomb to the table, and he just popped up back afterwards. He mm-hmm. he like leaned back a bit, but then he was like, "No, nah, I ain't do, yeah. I ain't doing your flippy shit." He's like a zombie, like he just like looked, <laughs> it was like Jason Voorhees. He just looked back at him. Shingo Takagi. I'm just so happy this dude got to go in front of a a mainstream I audience because unsung hero of the pandemic for new japan his yeah, his yeah. never open weight matches and he finally got when he won the iwgp title just i love shingo to death piss me off my brother said of all the new japan guys who i hadn't seen before i didn't really like shingo and i don't i don't get that my at all smoking crack. Crack rock. and he he fucking got the pin and i will say i will say i said this last night that pumping bomber was good, but it was not one of his like all timer pumping bombers. You know, we've seen better bombers in the past, mm-hmm. but the the cra- the the bait from the Made in Japan into the Last of the Dragon, which is another Last Shingo's of the Dragon move- fucking Great rules. Shingo's Shingo's move set is might be my favorite in wrestling, right? One of for sure. Like it's it's up there with like um with like Brian's and uh, mm-hmm. Gunther's. Like I just I I love it's so simple, but he just he gets all that he needs from it. And yeah, this I just thought this was 
so I forgot, much fun. Uh, El Phantasmo did the uh, I'm gonna twist Sting's nipple spot, but he no oh, sold yeah. it and then twisted his nipples. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> Shingo's look too is just so like this dude. Like, not only the hair just looks crazy, but the way this dude is built is so wild. Everybody's built wide. Everyone's built like fridges. <laughs> this dude, dude, he's built like wide from the front and the side. I don't understand how he does, like how he does that. Him and Jeff, you know, him and Jeff, they got, they got that yeah. weird like shrunken head. It's crazy. Holy fuck. Yeah. Why? Why you want to talk about this? A good match. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, what else is there to say? I mean, it was it was great, you know. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, I feel bad. We're not. We're, we're kind of jumping all over. I feel like that, I mean that match had some good spots, but it wasn't like a huge thing. Like the Young Bucks made like the story a big thing. It's like, oh my god, we're Bullet Club. And the thing is, like, I, I will say this: the thing that I enjoyed the most was I liked the Young Bucks like intro thing, and then the Bullet Club theme hit. That actually got me yeah, like, that was, yeah. Well. I was like, yeah, cool to hear that again. They they felt like they were they were definitely still doing their AEW stuff, but there was a bit of New Japan Young Bucks in that mm-hmm. in what they were doing there, and it was it was very good. Just seeing those attires again was like crazy. They literally have like uh, fucking bins of all the old attires, and that was like at the bottom, like with yeah. the Ring of Honor jacket and like all the fucking Bullet Club logo. That's it. Took me back to a time when Bullet Club, like I mean, no disrespect to like Jay White and Kenta. And, no, and we Juice. mean no, no, we mean all the disrespect. <laughs> yeah. For New Japan specifically, we mean all the disrespect. But for the Bullet Club name, you know, it took me back to a time when Bullet Club felt special. They don't really yeah. feel special. Like the elite feel more special than Bullet Club now. Yeah. Well, because like, the like, elite are Bullet Club. Like they are. Yeah. Well, when, but now that you got like Kyle and Bobby in there as well, like yeah, part are part Bullet of Club. that. <laughs> <laughs> but <Gatekeeping>. like. <laughs> <laughs> Racism. <laughs> the two, the, the Canadian dude and the and the, the, and the guy. old guy. <laughs> Ages, ageism, and racism. Canadianism. Alive and alive and well in, in the baseball podcast. <laughs> um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but I'm surprised there was no Kyle or Bobby appearance. I know that they're both. Hurt apparently, but I'm I'm surprised that there was no um, run in and like the potential screw over, which is why I'm happy that Shingo got the clean pin and that we're gonna keep moving forward with this Bullet Club elite split, which yeah, is gonna yeah. be very entertaining going Dude, forward. Here's the thing: Bullet Club died when Kenny and the Bucks left. That's just the that's just the thick of it. When Jay White took over, it died. All right. You hate Jay White, man. Jay I think he's White, pretty good. Why? I, fucking man. sucks, dude. Jay no, White is. Good. I know. No. I. I used to. Th- I, no, actually, I. I've been defender of Jay White since the beginning. I just. I really dig that guy's. I think now he is. Listen, them putting the title on him back over Tana a few years ago was ridiculous, and he yeah. was not ready for it. But he is more than worthy of it now. I think I now he definitely he fits the role. Yeah. And and. And I think before, like, we'll get into the fail for it later. I think he was like, he was one of my favorite parts of that whole match. I thought he was brilliant, but that's just me. Breathe with the switchblade. What does that even mean? Can't breathe. You're living in this era. You rocking with dude. the switchblade, bro? No. Listen, listen. It's it's a it's an anti-pandemic because you can breathe now in the in the breathe in switchblades. Breathe. Yeah, we the switch with switchblades. They ban in jewels, but we breathe in switchblades. Oh my god! We breathe in switchblades out of here, bro. 
Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. No, before that, Tony. Tony, in between oh, this match. Oh, that's when this, the, the fireball happens. Yeah. So uh, Jericho is backstage with Shota Umino, and he says, hey, uh, good match. I, You know, you were in my respect. That was cool. No, that um, wasn't Jericho. That was Daddy Magic. Yeah, no, well, the, yeah, uh, Jericho said that, and then 2.0 is like, oh, yeah, you know, you... Uh, cartoon yeah, character. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, uh, you did a really good job in that match. You know, you, you, know, you wrestled well. And then Shota turns around. Fireball, fireball spawns in on him. <laughs> yeah. My man hit the Gmod fireball. He's <laughs> like, where the fuck did this shit come from? <laughs> uh, did anybody else think they were going to tease like Jericho trying to coax Shota for like two seconds? I thought that's what they were doing. for. I thought, they were, I thought 2.0 was just going to jump him and then the fireball just came out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. When 2.0 is on my screen, I don't know what to expect anymore. Oh, that's like the best part because they never say do. words. Sometimes you get comedy gold with them, and then sometimes they just bomb. Like yeah, they're yeah. just they're not very good. And and you know they're they are basically two Jacob Casses in the ring. They're just kind of gonna do shit. <laughs> I mean, if you told me a couple of months ago like 2.0 was gonna be with Jericho, I would have said you're on crack. So when Jericho. Whoa! No, see, I well, here's the thing. No, given their gimmicks and like even how they were in NXT before they left, I, I find Daniel Garcia to be a more shocking yeah. choice to be with Chris Jericho. Yeah, that he's still there is weird. But 2.0, I think is a good fit with him because they're just like they're literally like like cartoon goons. Yeah, literally, they're literally like cartoons, bro. It's they crazy. dressed in pure gold tracksuit and then pure silver tracksuit. I was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that whole era. Well, actually, no, Rollins is still wearing ridiculous suits every single week he's still got he's still on that fuck shit garcia's fucking crazy too whenever uh uh he's he's a little backwards backwards hat hat and And i am too whenever he gets into a fight he puts his arms like all the way up above his head fucking popeye (laughs) shout out though he said uh uh kent on twitter's like who's knocking him off forbidden door kind of weird wording but then uh danny garcia's like i'm here and he said never mind (laughs) <laughs> he said, "Damn, they flaming me in the quote read." <laughs> that's hilarious. Do we have any? You know what? That's that's an interesting topic. Like, so you might find it weird that we didn't get Kenta or Naito on this show. Um, yeah, we're, maybe next year if they do yeah. another one of these. But Naito I think with the whole really... Andrade not coming over or not being allowed to work the show, I feel like they were like, "All right, just throw the whole Elijah yeah. shit away." What's weird is, though, like, apparently the original plan was for Andrade to face Osprey, though, which I don't know how that would have involved LIJ at yeah. all. Like, unless LIJ was going to fight, like, fight off United Empire. But well, then that because make... uh, Andrade was in Los Ingobernables in Mexico. He was the he was the originator of it, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah was, but like... they, AAA didn't allow him or uh, Penta and Phoenix to work the show. Andrade... I... Uh, Andrade versus Naito would have made this show even better, dude. That if that match, if that match happened, like it would. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I just, I have. I mean, there's still things they have to redo. Like a certain person did not do a certain move that I'm still uh, kind of annoyed about. Oh, we'll get there. We'll fucking get there. <laughs> but like, you know, just one more thing on the like. Naito is the only name I was like actively. I was mad wasn't on the card. But yeah. then again, I can't be surprised because. Gato completely botched him after he finally won the championship, and yeah, he did not give pain. him the run. He just, <laughs> did not give him the run he deserved, pain. and he's done nothing of substance since. But that's a story for another day because it made me very angry. Mm-hmm. 
We move on to the AEW Women's World Championship match. Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. I think all I things considered, it was pretty all right. I did not it was watch really this good. match. It was good. It was just, it just, uh, not that it felt weird, but it's like, I mean, New Japan got no fucking representative to send over, but you're like, all right, it's an AEW match. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're I, still thinking about all the matches that have to come. So you're like, all right, I hope they do a good job. But the crowd didn't, you know, falter with them. They gave them, they gave them their dues. It wasn't as hype. I feel bad they had to follow because the crowd was, they were like so loud for, like from like like they were probably at their peak volume from the the end of the fatal four way through that six man. So they mm. had like a bit of a come down after that. I felt bad for Rosa and Storm because Rosa I feel like they, and, and Storm and Tony yeah. Storm. Like she's she's great too. And you know, and I I was really looking forward to this match and it was really good. I I mean the the finish was just kind of Yeah, abrupt. I people thought she got hurt or whatever because they like she hit like Dustin's move or whatever, but the fact that wasn't her finish, we were like, "Oh, it's over." The crowd gave him cheers, but the fact that like they did the AEW booking thing where uh, they they do like hype ass matches, and they're like, "Oh, here's the women's match." You're like, "You're just you're trying to get everyone to go take a piss." I could see the crowd. No, now they should just they should start putting these women's matches first. They should they start. Yeah. They could definitely arrange the matches better. It's like you do this like specifically. I know like on Dynamite they like put women's matches like back to back so people just like go buy merch. I'm like, yo, come on, man. I'm like, you ain't even trying, dude. Honestly, you know especially feel- with this match, uh, sorry to get drove, but like, no, no, especially, especially with this match, it's the only match on the card that has just AW talent in it. Uh, yeah. So you know that should have started off the show and not been in the middle. You know when you have these yeah. crazy matches. I mean. You could make the argument, like, if we're talking, like, Japanese wrestling, Tony was part of stardom, so I think yeah. that's why, that a lot. I think they, that's why they, they did this match specifically, because Tony said in an interview afterwards he wanted to do stardom representation on this show, but they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. So, I mean, I'm happy that Tony got, is already getting, like, a big spot. Like, people well, are... Oh, okay. Okay. We're talking about Tony and, and Rosa. Uh, yeah, good match, uh, Tony. Uh, hot. That's it. <laughs> okay. That's all we need. He's contributing so much to the conversation. <laughs> uh, but well, yeah, this was good. My only thing is, uh, I feel it. It's weird how the TBS women's title has like a, it feels like there's a plan going forward for that. Like we're definitely headed towards Chris Statlander becoming mm-hmm. TBS women's champion. But I have no clue where we're going with Rosa. And it's not even like a big, like, like oh i wonder it's more like a like i don't even think they have an idea which is kind of now it could be athena because they've been teasing that match in aew since she got released Mm -hmm. and i would love that i think that'd be a great match but i don't know when they're gonna start building that like they kind of still did with the jade stuff yeah so i don't know when they would get to it i'm gonna tell you what we should see right here Mm -hmm. um the person to take this title off of thunder rosa is julia hart yeah, yeah, true. Actually, Julia in wrestling. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just you really want that House of Black supremacy, Julia, Julia. <laughs> but yeah, this was good. Uh, but that being said, Rosa, please do not make the final cut your your uh, your go to finisher because it looks so much worse than the Thunder Drive than the Thunder mm. Fire Driver. I'm sorry. That's it's like. I know it's like, oh, he trained her, so that's why like they're so attached. But I just keep thinking it's because they both have half face paint. Like that's all mm-hmm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Half face paint just sticks together. It's kind of like you know, people were making that complaint about Darby and Sting for the longest time. It's like the only thing they have in common is the face paint, but that's really not true at all. I don't think mm-hmm. that's true anyway. 
Um, but this one does feel like, and it also is like, why is dust? Like, I, I don't even understand why this has been a big thing. Like this has never been a big thing that's come up for Rosa beforehand until she won the title. Like, I don't know why now we have yeah. to mention the, dust, the Dustin Rhodes stuff. I feel bad. That, I'm that was a whole weird thing that they're still on. I don't know why. It also just sucks that the main thing I remember from this match is that botched German suplex on the apron. Ooh. Which yeah. was not, which did not look very good at all. But oh. it was a good match. I feel bad. I feel like I said so many negative things about it. No, but I did, right. but I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was a good match. Yeah. Here comes William Billiam Osprey. Oh, we're about to have some hot takes. United States Championship match. Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. The United States title was nowhere to be seen. Except Orange said, well, no, it was there. new shit. It was he there. wrote nothing out. Yeah. It was, we forgot to mention earlier in the show, There's a there was a segment. Juice Robinson was in attendance. He was there. Yep, he oh, was there. rock hard Juice Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> what a great te- like, Apple, tagline. Yes. Apple Juice Robinson was there. And he... Uh, he talked. He basically boiled down. He boiled down to just like, "Thank the champion. It's me." I'm Best. holding the belt, so therefore he's eminent domaining that title. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it up. I think therefore I am. But you know what? By the way, what is up with his voice, bro? Like, bro, he's rock hard. <laughs> he mm. talks like this. Like he's not. He's like fucking. Uh, like Stevo. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a mix of Stevo and Doctor Doofenshmirtz, you know. Like it's like it's a mix. It's a mix. <laughs> but now for this match, I want to preface. Uh, I feel like this is the general vibe in the chat. Not a lot of us are big fans of uh, Billiam Osprey. Uh, yeah. Correction: Fuck Will Osprey, bro. <laughs> yeah. That oh, being hell. said, I, I, this. Here's the problem with Will Osprey. This might be match of the night. Might be my match of the night. I don't know if it was my match. All right. I'd give you that. Number one, he is literally just a 2K character. All right. He doesn't have a gimmick at all. He just does cool moves. Number two, he tries so hard to get five star matches from Dave Meltzer. Like, he does all these crazy moves simply for, like, good match ratings. He's, we describe him as a GIF wrestler. All of this shit that you see are in wrestling GIFs. Fuck you, Tony. I just had to do it. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All the shit that, that like, you see of him are just gifts of his stupid fucking moves. And Orange Cassidy, in this match, exposed the fuck out of him. Oh. I, you know, you say expose. I say this is the most consistent story Osprey has told in ring since the Shingo matches. Dude. Like, that's... That's just the way I see it. Will Ospreay went for the Oz cutter, and Orange Cassidy simply took a step back. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best spots in the whole match. Like one of the, yeah, like, like, that's what I liked. This match had a great story of like Orange Cassidy. He sees right through the bullshit, mm-hmm. and he just and he's like, "Yeah, I can do it too." But I'm also a good wrestler. Don't mm-hmm. don't shit. To, I thought yeah. all that was great, and I know. Wyatt and I kind of talked about this match. Wyatt, your, some of your complaint was that you felt it took too long to get going. Yeah. Well, I thought basically, um, me. This man's eating. What he's gonna fill up for this yeah, review? Bro, fuck off. Um, yeah. <laughs> what flavor? You know what what flavor? Fair. That's fair. Uh, 
cookie dough, bro. Ah, oh, the oh, best okay. ice cream. You, you, Let's you, go. You know what? You know what? Take it back. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, basically, I just thought this match. I just thought there was no chemistry for like the good first half of this match. The first half. You know what uh, the first half was? It was really just Orange Cassidy. Like there was the thing where he did uh, Will Ospreay's stupid little pose when he jumps back off the ropes. Yeah. Um. And he was doing a lot of imitation stuff like that, but I agree that it took a little while to get started. Uh, basically because, it, I mean, the match didn't really have a story. Um, the whole base but, was the guy who sells too much and guy who, in gimmick, doesn't sell at all. Yeah. Man, I'm, 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 I just, I'm the only one showing for, for Will Ospreay. You know, he's what, pretty alright, but I just think of the, uh, I think when uh, he was fighting Dax, he fucking got chopped and he sold it. Like, mm. he, like, flew up in the air like a cartoon, so Dax chopped him for fucking Dax real. Dax receipt, bro. Said, stop epic. playing with me. Yeah, I I just, I don't agree with the story combat. I think it was supposed to be, like, Orange cast, like, Osprey in the build-up. I, listen, bro, don't get me wrong, I think he's super annoying. <clears throat> His Twitter game is horrible, and he needs to shut the up sometimes. Mm. Like, he just, he has, like, that Rollins 2019 energy with me, uh, where it's just like, yeah. dude, stop talking, but... What I liked about this, again, it was like he he was so confident, he was so like showboaty. But Orange Cassidy, he was doing like a lot of the stuff that he was doing, like that Stun Dog Millionaire, which was absolutely gorgeous. That was mm. that was a great, and I think that was a really good sell from Osprey. And when he did like the big, his last big pin attempt when he countered the, the Stormbreaker into the the Hurricane Rana and the pin, like he was doing that. But then you also had moments where Orange, he like he said, like he just walked away, or when he's in between the pose, he's like. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm just as good as you, but I'm not a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I think Orange is such a good babyface, and I think Will played a good heel for him. I think he he healed it up for the crowd. He didn't go over the top with a lot of his moves. Like the most that I thought was kind of was when when he ran around the ring and Aussie Open like tossed him into Orange Cassidy. That didn't even look good. It just look looked like Aussie Open. This looked like yeah. two random influencers. <laughs> also, Dude, when pretty... he went off the ropes and like did a fuck, I don't even know how to explain. It was like a it's like he became one of those uh, roller droids in oh, the Blades. The insecurity. <laughs> yeah, I don't even See, know what that was. That is peak like gift material. Like it looks kind of cool, but you could tell it makes no impact yeah. whatsoever. But I just again, I am usually in a hundred percent agreement with you, Chris, about Will Ospreay. I just thought this match was really goddamn it was good. A, it was I a think... good match. It was just I don't like Will Ospreay. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. It, it, <laughs> I, I, but I again, I agree with you. He goes, he tries way too hard to get the the six star, the seven star, or whatever. But mm-hmm. this is one of the first matches where I feel like he wasn't trying hard. I feel like he just, I think he had good chemistry with Orange, and like I think we can all agree, the final stretch of this match, the last like five, six, seven minutes of this match was just yeah. unbelievably good. It yeah. was they they crushed it. Orange Cassidy did the Kawada kicks, <laughs> like first <laughs> like. First, like, just with no energy, and then he was actually doing them. That was crazy. He was he he was throwing his his foot into those. Yeah. you could see that shit. You could see that shit. Um, but yeah, the finish finish came. Osprey hits two very good looking cutters. Orange kicks out, counters the Stormbreaker into a beautiful Hurricane Rana. Like that, like the mm. j- the jump on that. Like I know it's gift material, but like it just looked great. Yeah. Uh, kick out. Then, like, a bit of an awkward setup. He does the lariat, turns him inside out, hits the hidden blade, another kick out. The crowd loses it. They think Orange is going to win. And then Stormbreaker, which 
you know what? Fuck you. That move looks really cool. I don't even care. Uh, Stormbreaker with the half thumbs up. One, two, three. I just, I loved it. Yeah. I was not expecting to. Well, I kind of was because I love, because Orange Cassidy is great and I love that guy. Mm-hmm. But this was just great. It was, if it's not my match of the night, it's definitely my second favorite. That's how I'll put you know it. It rhymes with orange. Lorange. Hinge. You can make orange rhyme with banana. Or nana. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my Even let Wyatt say is his punchline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it rhymes wins. with uh, door hinge, dude. And then <laughs> the riff hits. Oh, so the lo-fi music hits, bro. Uh, Chris doesn't know who the man, fuck it is. Like, Dude, here's the thing. Man. I'm, not, I'm like, oh my fucking god, no one responds. Is that all of us? Did we all have that same reaction? Like, wait, who is this? And then it just the music hit immediately, and I was like, no fucking way, Shabbat. Like, no no I didn't and recognize it because I have not heard that music in so long. It's the chillest theme ever. I love it. So good, man. I didn't and... recognize it at all. Like my, I oh. just, I haven't <sighs> seen Shabbat in a long time. Because the crowd lost it, and I really mm-hmm. did not know why. I was like, wait. Who's I'm racking my brain. I was like, is there somebody I'm missing on this show? Is there somebody like who's injured? Is it an AEW guy that I'm completely forgetting about? And then out walks Katsuyori Shibata, and I fucking lost my mind. Just went literally. My brother fell asleep halfway through the show. I shook that dude. Was Shibata's on screen? Dude, get the fuck out! It's like the meme of uh, it's like the meme of um, Malcolm in the Middle and like Reese. Like we're like whoa, like the computer. It's it's the Walter White. It's the Walter White news. Jesse, Jesse, wake up! Jesse, wake up! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I didn't recognize um, it because I have just like the thing is too. Like we already knew like he had returned like a while ago. Even then, like like obviously then it was like crazy. But even like watching this was like it still didn't feel real. It was like fuck. This guy's like actually. a lot of his matches since coming back have been like these weird like MMA like these grappling matches. Imagine, he hasn't yeah. really had a full blown wrestling match since coming back, if I'm not mistaken, or has he? And I've I think just... you're right. Well, I mean, it's clearly taking it slow because he doesn't want to get fucking. Yeah, he doesn't want to. I think they're waiting. <laughs> yeah, they literally they're... almost died. That's crazy. They're waiting until like they are positive that he's going to be fine to go in a yeah. in a match again. Either way, Kenta still haven't fought yet, right? Him and Kenta have not fought yet, and it looks like if he's coming back, if he is cleared and he's coming back soon, it looks like his first opponent's going to be Osprey. It's looking mm, yeah. like that's where they're headed. Which should oh, be I great. swear to God, if you if you fucking beam this man, we will never we will we will yeah true him. we will kill him. We'll have the IP address ready. We no will. hidden blades, you dickhead. Yeah, I oh uh, I almost we could have almost got Melter like how Melter kind of spoiled a uh, future surprise oh. on this show. Apparently, oh. someone just tweeted out like, "Oh, uh, there's a photo of like Shibata's in Chicago," and I didn't see that till after the show. I was like, "Oh, that would have ruined the whole fucking thing for me." Yeah. This is why I'm happy I don't I don't go on Twitter that much anymore because the only thing I had spoiled the only thing people said was that to, people said like Toro Yano was in Chicago and then he didn't. He's show in the up. crowd. He was in the <laughs> crowd. Which <laughs> <laughs> is the most Toro Yano thing I've ever heard. Takes of. a mask off. It's like oh, <laughs> arrive. Watch you your friend leave. You, if, if, like, you know how Kip Sabian comes out with like the paper bag over yeah. his head. They take yeah. it off. It's Toro Yano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Uh, I had no idea about Shibata, and then I didn't have. I mean, we all kind of knew who was coming out next, but we'll get to that like very, very shortly. But I'm not gonna. But I didn't know. I didn't have it spoiled for me that he that he was there. I actually. Yeah, that's why it was kind of genuine. Like that. That's what I loved about this show. Like even with all the injuries that happened, 
Tony Khan was not going to let this show go by without being stacked. And the yeah. fact that he was in Shibata and like so many other surprises is just proof of that. Mm -hmm. But Shibata comes out, you know, uh, takes out Aussie Open, takes out Will Ospreay, and then Orange Cassidy puts the glasses on him. And this match looks like a fucking beast. He's like, okay, cool. He and looks they kept like coming, the main... he kept them come back in the ring. He's like, get in here. He looks like the main character of like a Japanese murder mystery, you know, like a noir film. Like a noir film. <laughs> I I do want to announce right now we are gonna watch uh the Sakura Genesis uh Okada versus Shibata match sometime. Oh soon. yeah. So oh, god damn one dollar on that yeah, bing chip. One dollar on that Patreon. Basically free. Basically free. Such a fucking good match. Mm -hmm. My god. Until Better than any of... almost died. <sighs> Until his brain started bleeding. <laughs> so... uh, that man was fighting till he could not fight no longer. That yeah. man was fighting until he had he was like having a stroke. Mm -hmm. It was fucking crazy. I still think he had he not been injured, he could have taken Okada's place as the ace as the new ace of New Japan, but that's yeah. just me. He's I mean, but his wrestling style is just from like a forgotten time of shoot wrestlers like the only, dudes ever, are, bro. the only dudes that are still around that do that is suzuki well no that's yeah. not true uh suzuki and i does, think june akiyama still does lesnar count no lesnar doesn't count okay lesnar still because like nah lesnar doesn't count i would Le say lesnar has aspects but it's more he's he's more like he's not just mma he's also just like a big Brick shit house. Yeah, I would say Suzuki and Junakiyama are the only two dudes that like still go hard like that. It's a miracle that nothing's happened to Suzuki at his yeah. age, man. Like it's it's like oh Ishi Ishi Ishi's starting to feel the effects though. He's really yeah, down. which yeah. is fair point. Yeah, but Suzuki is just because he doesn't really bump. Like he uh if. Like one thing he's more about the strikes. Yeah, he's more when, about the strikes. when he's like sent to the barricade outside, he doesn't turn and take it on his back. He just takes it on his front, and he kind of just shrivels up to make sure he's not really hit by the barricade. Yeah. It's that kind of little things that make him be able to still do the what stuff he's doing he today. So. To be fair, like he's more on the strikes, and it was a strike that nearly killed Katsuyori Shibata, yeah. so which is kind of insane, but. I'm ha I'm just ha I'm just glad that Shibata's still with us, yeah. and that yeah. Suzuki is, is Suzuki has not suffered the same fate. Mm -hmm. We move on to Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson's mystery opponent. Oh. Fiend is here, thank and, God. Uh, no, dude, no, dude, <laughs> Timothy Thatcher is here. Oh, he's Let's here. Go. Well, Alexander Wolf is oh. here. Let's go. Well, let me just say it was a mystery until well, we knew. Uh, until Dave Meltzer said oh by the way claudio casanoli's here god oh, damn it dave, so fuck dave, dave spoil wwe don't spoil aew fuck's sake yeah. dave so we start this match you know zach saber jr you know comes out and we see we we actually hear the crowd like oh shit yeah and we see him claudio <sighs> Um, I honestly thought they were just gonna call him Claudio. I was like, all right. I, well, I thought it was gonna be Claudio, like Cesaro, like the the C Z the C S R O, because that was that was what he was going by on uh, oh. 
It's, this is top three AEW debuts of all time. Yep. This was awesome. This dude. is this is perfection, and I I I was not expecting to be as emotionally hit by it as I was. Like mm-hmm. it it when he came out, the reaction he got, and I, I it almost I almost teared up. Mm-hmm. I literally almost teared up when Claudio came out. I can't yeah, I, I completely did. He came out man. in his he came out with the old Ring of Honor and Chikara look. He was just he was and he just this. This is definitely, you know what? I said Osprey and, and OC might be match tonight. I, I, this is the only other match on the show that I think could be match tonight. And honestly, it probably is my match tonight because my first thing I told Wyatt after the match was over, I was like, I think that's my match of the year. Yeah. And it might just be my match of the year. People are not talking about this. People are not talking about the match itself. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I watch this, honestly. Like, dude, he comes out. Immediately hits the European uppercut and the neutralizer uh, for a near fall. Like, this dude, just, you could tell he's so happy to be here. The only he has thing a new I... lease on life. Yeah, really, yeah. honestly. Uh, which, is, which is crazy to see because even when he was, like, phoning it in, quotation marks, in WWE, that dude was still going better than 90% of the roster. Like, yeah. and I just... I'm happy they gave him one shot at the main event before he went a year later, but I'm so happy he's here. Mm-hmm. It's just, he fits so much better here. Yeah. My only complaint about this match was that it felt like it went a bit too long. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was brutal. It was technical, like, you know, we thought it was going to be. But uh, And it audio... never felt like, whenever they grounded it, it never felt like it got boring. Yeah. That's testament how good zach is at doing the submission stuff he finds new ways to make it look great without failure you know mm. uh claudio could barely hit the european upper or not the european upper the uh the swing the nl special uh yeah. during the yeah. match but uh he got it he got i was it expecting i was expecting to do the the ufo but he never I, I thought he was going for the bump myself he's just already doing this let's go yeah yeah but it, uh how about this absolute stallion muscling Zach in a triangle choke, walking his ass up the steel steps and just tossing him in the ring. That was... And all the counters, like, Zach keeps countering the pop-up European uppercut and the and uh, the Ricola bomb. Yeah. Uh, and I... First thing, I looked to my brother and I said, if he hits the Ricola bomb and they do the, the crowd ch- chant and he gets the pin... I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally pass away. Yeah. And he does. He he grabs him, and Excalibur says, "Ricola!" And I literally fucking fell on the ground, and I was just done. I that was so sick. Oh my god. Uh, I I'm so happy he's here. And without, we'll get into what I think his plans are later on. But mm-hmm. Tony Khan knows what he has in this guy. Yeah, he knows what he's, he's he knows. What he's, he's got doing. he's got a money storyline just. Fucking yeah. flopped in a lap. Uh, not even just storyline, but even just Claudio Life. himself is just money. Like how yeah. good is, like the crowd reactions he got, the reaction he got last night, it baffles me like how many people in the WWE fan base and just WWE in general who said he will never sell as a world champion. I don't understand no. it. Like at all. Like he just couldn't he just it doesn't matter if like he's not the best pro when you connect like that, there's yeah. just something about it, you know? It's the charisma. Rumors that he was going to return to WWE like last week. Oh yeah, he was doing like Max Dupree's uh, model. 
Oh, I was so worried. Uh, I was like, no. Dude, this is what I'm so happy that this what I was worried that these were gonna be like one offs. Like he was just he was gonna do uh Forbidden Door, he was gonna do double or nothing, and then he was not double or nothing. Double or nothing. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> uh blood, blood and guts, and then he was gonna just go back to WWE. But he is officially a member of the Blackpool Combat Club. That's, That's awesome. What a stable that is. Holy <sighs> shit. Jack this is, is gonna fuck, be man. This could be an all timer staple when all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need yeah. a we need a fucking custom theme song for these guys. We need a theme yeah. song. We need the Tron. We need that fucking everything for these guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I, I I've grown to love that trap remix of the Flight of the Valkyries. So if mm-hmm. that if so that's Steve Blackman in here, I don't care how you do it, but put Steve Blackman in this Bro. shit. Steve Blackman is a fucking. He's like a lawyer or some shit now. What? No. They need, a, they need yeah. a lawyer in that shit. It can work. They need a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, better Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 man. Put Dan no, no, Severn Matt in Murdoch, here. bro. Daredevil. Yo, Matt Murdock and Saul Goodman is a tag team. <laughs> no, what about She Hulk, guys? What about She Hulk? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. That's Jay Cargill. Man, no, look, man, here's the thing. If we put Dan Severn in this, it's over. Yeah. Oh my god. What does he say in his contract? And I have to lose to anybody. That dude's crazy. That dude's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Claudio hit the hit a mean discus lariat, and then into the recola bomb, and got the win. Great match. Uh, I'm excited Great to see what at- he does, bro. Great atmosphere, and mm. looking in the camera saying thank you. Nah, man, thank you, thank you for everything, yeah, man. You're just you're you're. He's. A, I just. I was so happy last year when it looks like WWE was finally giving him his due. And to be fair, they gave him his Mania win, finally. They gave yeah. him his pay-per-view main event, finally. Under the but, UFO. Yeah, and the UFO, dude. And too I long just, for that. Like, uh, I, was, I really believed that they were going to run with him in the main event. And you know what? They didn't. But now that he's here, it's like it doesn't hurt as much, you know? And I just... Mm. I. I, it, it, I was watching Saw Monsters podcast about this uh, this show earlier today. It's so weird to think that he only had one single title run in WWE. One. Uh, and it was you know, his first. The United States Championship, right? That, that was the only one he ever had. That's ridiculous. Never, it went, it's so weird because he seems like a guy who'd be tailor-made for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. But that, they just never did That it. title run was like right. That was like 2014, too. Uh... No, 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 no. The U.S. title run was 2012 when he first when he first came in. Oh it was, my that was, god! Yeah, that was over. That was ten years. That was ten years ago. Pain. Holy fuck. Yeah. Suffering. And he won it from Santino Morella. Oh my god. He had Oxana as a manager. Oh my god. <laughs> he was having great matches with Kofi Kingston for that title, though. I, I never forget that was those were some good ass matches. But, uh, but yeah, and we'll get to more about Claudio. Yeah. Uh, later on tonight. We move on we- to the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole versus Kazuchika Okada. Coin drop. Okada comes out. Coin drops, bro. In the gold and silver robe. Takes the <laughs> robe off. He's in the shorts. <laughs> in a way, he's losing unless. I really what? thought he was going to wrestle in the robe for two minutes, bro. I was like, damn, <laughs> this dude's going to go crazy. He's going to pull Ric Flair. Oh, my God. This Wait. dude was in the shorts. <laughs> Real quick, um, I'm going to start calling Adam Cole. I'm going to start. Anytime I type his name, it's going to be spelled A-D-A-M-E. I'm spelling Adam from now on when it's Adam Cole. Oh, wow. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. 
Dame Cole. <laughs> so bitch, I hate him. Okada <laughs> came out and it sounded like the Rapture. It did. It was <laughs> fucking crazy. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not even close to his Wrestle Kingdom entrance from like you know 2020. That shit was crazy when he was like. I shit on Okada a lot. You know, I'm not a big fan of his. I think he's kind of overrated. But <laughs> I, I can't Wrong. deny he was. This is the best he's been in years. Yeah, and, it. Like, even for like, I was a little worried because the last time I think he was on American Soil was that fucking awful ROH Supercard thing. Oh God! Well, oh. That, I don't know if that was the last thing. I don't know if that was like the last time he was you know wrestled in America, but that was like the last big. Like, was it? Wasn't this shit? And he he won, but like, holy shit, that was an embarrassing fucking show. Mm-hmm. Was that the? No, no, no. Okay, I thought I thought that he had his match with Jericho in. The no, US. he beat that Jay was, White, I think, at that one. That was, but yeah, that was when he beat Jay, and then he had the match with Jericho at Dominion. But that was all. The only good thing on the card was fucking Jay White losing. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt Taven won the fucking. Listen, ROA you can title. only go up after Matt Taven. So in Cass, oh my it's god, it, was so and all, you can only go up after that. You if you can't go if you go down after that, I don't know what to tell you. I quite in, I feel bad saying I quite enjoy because in the moment. I fucking love. I was loving this. I really like this match. Yeah, I was. I was all into it, and then that thing happened. Uh, we'll get to it later, but this is what I'm talking about, man. They handled the Jay White Adam Cole stuff perfectly. Yeah, I was really good. enjoyed. I love that Cole's first move to Jay was a backstabber. That just that just is perfect thematically, you know. Back Cole learning the lesson that this dick riding goes crazy. It's like... <laughs> I'm happy it was Cole. Cole wasn't a fucking idiot. I, I, I and he he's the one that instigates it. It's not Jay because then it makes Cole look smarter than he appears on TV, which I like. And the crowd was just into this man, and everybody had really good chemistry. Like every time somebody got mixed up, it, it felt like everybody was going really well, and it and it. It didn't feel like one of those fatal four ways where it's like two people are in the ring and then like two people wrestle for 10 minutes and then another guy comes in. It was like everybody was in and out. It was very well paced. Uh, Wyatt, by the way, he's been in a couple of uh, matches on U.S. soil like because New Japan's been running more U.S. Uh, yeah, I, f- I figured New Japan strong. Was but like the thing. last like big show he did was the uh, Supercard where he beat Jay White. He did the big show. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Paul White, but uh, yeah, this is a good match. And honestly, dude, like the crowd was here for it from the very beginning. Bell rung, standing ovation at the very beginning. Holy shit, chance at the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, honestly, uh, Adam Cole did the fucking super kick from Hangman's moonsault again. I don't know how he fucking does anti air every time it's on the money. Like, it, it looks it looks better every single time he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hangman did a sick discus lariat on Okada, which looked fucking amazing. That whole that sequence, I can't remember the exact, but it was Okada. It was was I can't remember if it was Okada, Jay, and Hangman in the ring at the same time. When like Okada kept going for like the Rainmaker on Jay, and then Jay counters it, and then uh, uh, he goes for the Rainmaker again. Jay ducks it. Ok- Hangman comes in, hits the fucking buckshot on Okada. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, gorgeous. yeah, Hangman like took out Okada and Cole with the Orihara, and then he punched Gato, hit White with the Deadeye and the Buckshot, and then Okada just walks in like slow as fuck and breaks up the pin. This dude, like, this dude was going at like one mile an hour, <laughs> <laughs> but he was just, but like, he just looked so grateful to be there, you know, like before he does the big mm-hmm. dive in the apron, he hyped that crowd up. Yeah. He was like, ready to go and i just man 
this would have been a match of the night contender, and then, then the finish. And got a boo boo. Got a big old boo boo. Uh, Tony, you were saying it. It was like what move was it? Oh, like oh, the, it was, uh, the, the sequence kick. was he got drop kicked, and then it was the the, the tombstone, and then he went for the rainmaker, and then people yeah. people were like, oh, he think he like like fucking bonked his head when he like hit the ground after the drop kick. But I mean, I. You, we can't really tell. I have the official, um, I guess, um, <laughs> about what happened. He ran inside and slipped on an ice cube. Oh, okay. <laughs> God damn. I'll get Winnie on general. But yeah, so Cole <laughs> hit, uh, ducks the Rainmaker. Um, no rain, so no Rainmaker. So no yeah, Rainmaker. So no, dude, well, there was, was no Rainmaker was this whole show. Fucking, there was, was, was a single fucking, Rainmaker. I was pissed about that. Man. There was clearly supposed to be one. It was obviously supposed yeah. to be. It's either it, like, that was the moment, or he was supposed to duck, and then something happened. But Jay White just said, "Yeah, we're done." But uh, well, it, I think Cole thought thought he could keep going because he still went up into the Rainmaker. But like when he ducked that first Rainmaker, he was like, "Yeah, I can't." I was like, yeah. "I'm out. I can't. Mm. I can't do this." Like he's gonna give him that shit snug. <laughs> he said, "I can't take this shit." But yeah. Jay White hit Okada with the Blade Runner, and then he pinned Cole for the for the win. So it's funny he whispers to the ref probably that like Adam Cole's injured, and someone on Twitter is like, "Damn, he whispered to the ref that Adam Cole fucked up." I'm like, why do you think that'd be his <laughs> first thing to do? Be like, yo, this <laughs> guy fucking sucks. Dick, you know, like shut the, shut the it's his up. fault, bye. <laughs> but this was so good. It was, and then, it was such it a good match, that. and it sucks that it ended like that. It really does. Oh, I did too because, like you know, this was a huge match. He seemed really into it. You know? Honestly, they should have like it's Jay was going to call Yago. I think should have just pinned Okada off the Blade Runner. Yeah, nah, but you can have Okada go out. Yeah, like you that. can. Yeah, they they would be pissed if Okada and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be mad. True, but like gets more heat on Jay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was it, it's sad how it had to end, but I mean. At least he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this is one where it's not like, it wasn't like a botched finish. It was just, well, it was a botched finish. But... It would have been fine if, like, he, like, instead, when he ducked the Rainmaker, if he just fucking collapsed. Like, but he just, like, he sold it, like, he just started crawling and then laid down. I was like, oh, no, he's yeah. hurt. But I just hope he's all right. I hope he's not gone. I think he, he was already cut, working injured. Yeah. He was already working injured. Why won't be doing that shit? Really? What do you? What do you have? Uh... He apparently. Well, apparently he's had like a shoulder injury going on for a while, like before Double or Nothing. Like oh, he's had a shoulder injury thanks. going on. That's why he didn't wrestle once in the build up to this to this feud, to this match yeah. because he's been trying to rest up. But then he got injured again. Kenny Omega style. <laughs> Put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah. so... I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I have sandpaper. I had sandpaper for skin and paper for bones. Yeah. I broke. I stepped on the stairs and broke my own leg and my ribs. <laughs> or whatever that SpongeBob right. bit is with the guy. <laughs> the chocolate. It's everyone in AEW right now. Jesus yeah, Christ. Honestly. <laughs> we got a bubble us, everybody. Interim AEW World Championship match. John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. The interim fucking title. What the fuck? This is so stupid. Can we stop yeah. calling it the interim? Can we just call it the title for God's sake? Well, yeah, we might be calling. We after. might have to crown an interim interim. Yeah, interim interim. Let's go. Let's talk. God damn it. Let's we'll get, get to the match. Right. Well, so this one thing I thought was really cool was um, John Moxley coming out with the Death Rider intro. Yeah, that really that, that was sick. That was pretty good. People were mad that he didn't have the full entrance, but. It's an AEW show. You, he can't not yeah, exactly. come out to Wild Thing. I thought that was cool. No, dude, he has like, to come out to Wild Thing. Transitioning from Death Rider to Wild Thing fucking ruled. Yeah. yeah. 
They should use and, Death Rider for like because uh, I think Wyatt said earlier that they that BCC needs like a theme of their own. Use the Death yeah. Rider theme. That's that pretty cool, great. actually. That's that that actually fits well because it's very kind of like um, percussion heavy. Yeah, I like, think that could fit just, just as cool for, like shooter guys. Mm-hmm. It's the breaking of bones, like the Nigerian drum fight from WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, the Nigerian <laughs> drum fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I feel like there's been a bit of a split on this match. I really enjoyed this. I did it wasn't too. Bit... Um, it was fine. I liked it. I mean, like, Mo- Mox was, like, trying to fight Tanash for a while, so I feel like they, they gave uh, us what he this, I wanted. I feel like there were there were two big things that kind of contributed to this match. I think the crowd was kind of deflated after the finish of the, oh, of the last match. Oh, crowd woke up when one yeah. dude got so glanced oh, and he started fighting security. Yeah. Oh, I my was, God. That I was so fucking, fucking confused. they fucked up. <laughs> I'll tell you, you fucked up. Like, what happened? And I look like, on Twitter, some dude just punching old dudes that are yo, working for security. I, I, one of the tweets I saw was like, "Bro, was that Gunner?" birthday party. Oh my god! So some people are so fucking dumb. Like, and he just here's the thing: he was already like, I don't know why he swung on him. And he was he was like halfway out the door. He had to have known it was not going to end well for him. Also, why did he only swing now? I mean. <laughs> Dude, that dude's probably banned from AW events for life. Nah, they probably let, they'll probably let him back into the next I bet show. you he was probably yeah. some annoying Mark who was yelling all, like, the, the smart Mark terms. Story show, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> god, I can't believe I used to be a fan of Grimm's Toy Show, dude. That was my Yo, darkest time. Can, can, we, can we just really, like, take it in, the fact that he is not in DPW? Can we just, like, round of applause? And he never will be. Thank yeah. god. Oh. That one guy I mean, on Twitter. <laughs> To be fair, old school GTS wrestling, the action figures was some yeah, fun. The action figure stuff was fun. When it started yeah. getting like real and he brought his wife and shit into it, that was. He's like, I'm making OnlyFans. Like, yeah, what's yeah, going dude, on, bro? Dude, he became like bad toy review channel. Literally oh, destroyed his marriage for toys. For content? Toys. <laughs> and, I mean, he, he got another girlfriend, though. I see like in his thumbnail sometimes, yeah. but eh, whatever. That's great. But, uh, but um, some of the spots in this match. Tanahashi did a great somersault, uh, Santan. Yeah, um, I was not expecting him to pull. To he just busted that out like it was nothing. Yeah, like uh, I, I was really surprised. Moxley fucking, uh, while they were on the outside, told the cameraman to get the fuck out get of the, the way. Get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> and then the rock <laughs> bottom of Tanahashi through the timekeeper's table. <laughs> and so, does it feel like they? I mean, they've been kind of flirting with it a little bit with the way. Maybe it's just the way Mox wrestles. You think they're hinting at some kind of heel thing for him? Because he was wrestling like a heel this whole thing. Um, he's just like, a brutal dude. I think that BCC already is kind of they like skirt the lines between heel and face. Um, like their their face when they need to be and their heel when they need to be. Um, so I think it's kind of like that. And Mox has always been like that. Really, um, he's never been like a cut, uh, like a cutthroat baby face. You know. Um, yeah. So I think that's just how he is and how his stable is kind of uh Yeah. Performing well like Danielson made the comment about it when he came out, out of the I came out of the bad guy tunnel. You think yeah. I'm gonna tell you who the like so I feel like either way we are headed towards heel blackpool combat, like a full blown heel blackpool combat club at some mm-hmm. point. I feel like we're probably getting that. We'll get I mean we'll get to that after to the aftermath of this match. The best but... way to describe them really is fan favorite heels. Like they're heels, but the fans love them, so that's I mean, why so kind of, I think the fans so want to be. 
like like a bullet club thing like old school bullet club yeah. like how people just like just love bullet club even though they were even though they were supposed to be dickheads yeah but that's exactly what um like. tana makes his big comeback two gorgeous looking high fly flows yeah. the, the cross body and especially the 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 splash when he turned in midair to hit yeah. that they actually got me on that i thought he was gonna win but yeah yeah Moxley kicks out, rolls into the bulldog choke, which was another great spot. I was, yeah. yeah, tell you the finishing sequence in this match was really good, but uh, also, anybody want to tell me where Moxley decide got cut? Like, I where think all the sling blade he bladed. It was either the the uh, sling blade or the uh, Tanahashi stomps. The ultimate sling blade. Did the, ton of, the, the ton of Hashi, like dig his fingernails in on that sling blade. He was like <laughs> squeezing. No, but I think people are saying that it was off of the when uh, he did the Danielson stomps to Moxley. Uh, so he probably just caught him off yeah, on the. His, I think his boot just caught him. He, yeah, he probably wouldn't get color anyway. How hard did he kick? He was. That was like some border. That was like some Dustin Rhodes double or nothing tier boy eating at some yeah. point. I don't know. Well, the hell, he didn't pass out afterwards. I mean, he de- I think he definitely gigged because he went under the apron. But I think that but, he the 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 storyline part of it is he was gigging from the from the stomps. That that probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the they they get Tana over with the Chicago crowd. How crazy is it that in Chicago they cheered for Tana and not John Moxley? I think that's crazy. I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, they don't see him. I think enough. That's yeah. true, but, but and then, what, how much was before he got him in the? Well, no, there's there was oh there was the the paradise the Death Rider into the one count, which was yeah fantastic. That was a great lariat, and that uh, Tanahashi kicked out a one at yeah, and then it kind of uh, just ended abruptly. Well, they because I feel like it felt like they, they were building up. He had him in the chokehold. I thought he was supposed to do like one more move. Mm-hmm. And then, but then Mox just sort of like hugs him into the into the paradigm shift, and that's that. Yeah, yeah. That's I know he's gonna. Like... I mean, obviously, Tanahashi's not gonna win the interim AW title. Yeah, obviously. I I don't That'd know why crazy. so many people. I don't know why so many people thought he was. I just don't. take it over Japan, not defend it, and then come back for Punk. <laughs> if the if the G one was not just about to happen, then maybe. But it's G one time. There's yeah. no way he was going to be winning that championship. I, I would have been really surprised, mm-hmm. but John Moxley is the interim AEW world champion. And I'm fucking happy for the him first because two time AEW world champion. Uh, what if they're like, now it's interim. So it's, no, it's, what does this term mean? It has to count. It has to count. I, it counts. It, it counts. I think it, well, then again, they don't, they say Sammy Guevara is a three time TNT champion and not, a, yeah. not a, not a uh, four time TNT champion. When, that's true. It is Sammy Guevara. Fuck yeah. it. Uh, but, and then the most WCW Monday Nitro ass ending. Honestly, dude. Yeah, can we stop I, ending pay-per-views this way, please? God, why the geez. fuck did they have to beat this shit out of Tanahashi? The whole, the whole pay-per-view, he's like the photo of dead Peter Griffin. Like, they're just <laughs> yeah, beating really? to the end. He's in the ring, just knocked out. What the fuck did Jeff for? That dude. that was the number one reminder that this is an AEW show because yeah. we are we are plugging blood and guts. But uh, I think that's when Toriano left. He said, "All right, I'm fucking yeah. out watching this." Yeah, he <laughs> left right after Tanahashi lost. He said, "Well, that's it." But yeah, yeah so yeah. BCC comes out. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society comes out. They all get into a brawl. Eddie Kingston uh, stands outside the ring, shouting at Claudio. Claudio, oh, Claudio gets his second second uh, debut. Yeah. 
Oh, t- Tony. So, we were so we were so talking about this last night, or some I was talking about this with some people last night. Oh my god, this that match is gonna go crazy. So for anybody yeah. who doesn't know the story behind that, so they were tag team partners in Chikara, uh, like a decade ago. I had no idea about this, by the way. Um, oh, tell and then they had they uh, had this this trilogy of matches. Uh, Eddie did not respect Claudio, and was kind of the heel of the not even yeah, the heel. He yeah, was like, and he called he, out. Well, he called he called him and I think Chris Hero too. He's like, I know well, you. This was fit. after the Chris yeah. Hero. Chris Hero had been revealed to be like a dickhead heel. Yeah, and he was and he was like, I, I was right about Chris, and you all laughed, you all hated me, and I'm saying the same thing about Claudio, and mm. um, and then he refused to respect Claudio, and lo yeah, and they behold, did like a double turn in a way. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a pure double turn. It was a pure yeah, double and then Claudio turn. just became full heel, and and then yeah. said, "I'm fuck with you." Yeah, <laughs> so uh, they had a rubber match. They were one and one, I believe. And then... no, actually, they were actually uh, they were not one and one. Claudio be- had beaten had only the only match they had, had was the respect match. Claudio had beaten him in oh, the respect really? match. Yeah, he yeah, had beaten then... him there, and then they did another match uh, in New York. But, and Claudio wins again yeah, with Claudio, help. But he did the, they did the fuck finish where uh, he used the the, the, metal the, the, chain. the evil referee. The evil yeah. referee from that was in the what well, well, how do you pronounce the friggin' the uh the heel stable name in oh, Chicago? I, I forget the name. I it's like on tip my tongue. Yeah. It's like KGB <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of some kind of the friggin' the friggin' uh the fucking uh Gestapo, you know, that's just how yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh but and Claudio wins again. We were clearly supposed to get a third match with Eddie winning, but unfortunately, he was Claudio was signed to WWE yeah. very shortly after the sec this second match happened. So we never got a conclusion. It's been over ten years, and we still have not gotten a conclusion to the Eddie Kingston Claudio saga. But now we are going to get it. And not only point. in that match, not only did Claudio win by uh, using a metal chain, but he also, after the match, uh, whipped Eddie with his own uh, belt like 30 times. Yes. So. Yeah. So we now see this is where I'm, I'm wondering, do you who do we think is winning blood and guts? Because I feel like with all the, the friggin the outside stuff. I can't see Blackpool Combat Club winning. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe they would win, but then at the end they would just implode. Well, yeah, not, I think, not, I think like Eddie Kingston's going to be fucking pissed about Claudio, or that's going to cost him the match because he's just going to be like, "I'm not working with this dude." I think Blackpool needs to win because Jericho Appreciate Society won, and they've won like at every turn almost. They've, yeah. They've, they won at Double or Nothing. They won the hair versus hair thing with Jericho, and then they won this match at Forbidden Door. So I guess it makes more sense. But yeah. So do you think they're really, do you think they're going to blow it off we're going to get Claudio and Eddie at all out or you think they're going to wait I'd say get the, that shit not as soon as they, possible but yeah, you got to do that do shit. they need a well first they need to get the tapes Yeah he's already like fuck you fuck yeah. you and then Moxie's like yeah I think I think he's met him about like words with friends or something he don't know <laughs> what his deal is <laughs> I could see them maybe doing cuz we're probably going to get Moxley and CM Punk for the the undisputed title at all out I think cuz mm-hmm. they I Think Punk's. I could see maybe we do like a six man. It could be Brian, Yuta, and Claudio against Eddie and Proud and Powerful at All Out, which would be great. That'd be a great appetizer. Yeah. And then 
maybe Eddie accidentally costs John the, the world title match against Punk because he hates Punk, but then he ends up accidentally costing John, and then John can turn heel, fully join Blackpool Combat Club, and then we run the storyline of Eddie fighting them before fighting CM Punk and beating him for the title. I think that's how it should go, if I was booking it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is long-term Birkin, bro. We don't know what AEW is going to look like in a couple of months. So Yeah, because you never know be who's going to poke their head in here. And yeah. when people start coming back from the injuries, like, long-term, we don't really know. This company literally changes every single week. So, to be fair, I feel like, because they've the, the original, that plan of the first four champions, Jericho, Moxley, Omega, Hangman, had been in place for, like, over a year, like, before, mm-hmm. like, the plan started taking place. So, you gotta think, with the reaction that Eddie Kingston has gotten over the last two years, he's gotta figure into it somewhere. Yep. I would be really surprised if he doesn't. And I think there's no whether cm punk ends up turning heel or he turns heel and joins blackpool combat club or he just or he just stays face and it's just like eddie just hates cm punk there's really no other way to go other than eddie winning this championship from yeah, cm punk haters you ain't popping yeah like i just <laughs> the only question is when is that going to happen are they going to do it at grand slam or are they going to do it at full gear because it would be like a year after their first match they do like the kenny hangman thing with that mm-hmm. they're going to go even longer i i don't know we don't know yeah but because punk's got so many other people he's got a feud with i feel like there's so many people yeah. in line that he hasn't faced yet i mean they could just put the tnt title on him to hold him over yeah, but they also have, but Wardlow's yeah, kind yeah. of in that, and I don't see Wardlow like I feel like whoever does end up winning the TNT title now is not going to beat CM Punk down the line because mm. I my my once once Punk first like because like Wardlow's doing this whole thing he wants to beat Punk specifically I so I it really is between them I feel like it's either Wardlow or Eddie who's going yeah. to beat Punk I don't know which one of them is going to do it then again the MJF thing is we don't even know what the hell's going on with that so it could also be him you never know they could give him the old Atlantic title since uh new york is basically a different country that... yeah true you yeah, actually you're right <laughs> <laughs> my my ultimate wish is that penta ends up turning on death triangle and he becomes the next all atlantic champion Ooh, but that's just me yeah, i would yeah. i really love that i don't know man Pain. We got I, a lot to look forward to. It's this. What I think should happen. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh. I think that um, the next All Atlantic champion, the person who should beat Pac, <clears throat> in this wholeheartedly, yep. Julia Hart. Oh my yeah. God. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because in the House of Black, it's just Julia Hart. No one else. Julia Hart can beat Brock Lesnar. Oh God! <laughs> Listen, dude, I can't. The disparity we've gone from. Oh look, AEW, we have all this fresh stuff, and the best WWE can come up with is let's do Roman and Lesnar again for the eighty billionth time in a row. Yeah. I guess. Hopefully, uh, Seth will win the briefcase. At least that'll be a fun time. I'll watch that. I. But I don't think he's gonna cash in until the UK show. I feel like Drew's gonna beat Roman at the UK show, and then Seth's gonna. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, Seth at the briefcase could be fun for like a, you know, a couple. We, months. I, I can't see. And I don't world. watch the show, but I'll watch yeah, like clips. I'm, I guess. You know what? I'm gonna cut this off. Right. 
Oh, we can't talk about that. <laughs> no fed. Uh, but that was AEW Cross New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door 2022. Uh, before we go, great show. Really quick, great, great show. Before we go, really quick. By the time this comes out tomorrow, Stranger Things Four Volume Two comes out. Who's dying? Chris. Okay. Chris. Just re- no, just quit. I mean, I hope so, but. Really quick, uh, <laughs> who's dying? All right, give me your quick predictions. Uh, I, I, right now, my money's on Eddie. Yeah, all the homies uh, I like are dying. Sucks here. Probably Eddie. Here. Uh, God, are they really gonna kill Justin, Steve? Are they gonna kill? Are they, fucking do it. are they gonna kill Steve Harrington? No way. Yeah, they're they, gonna kill him. I don't. I think, I think they're hyping it up too much. I don't think they're gonna kill him. I might honestly. I say Eddie. I think. I think Robin is also on the chopping yep. block. Oh, I think kill Hitler. <laughs> I think right now I'm thinking. I'm thinking Eddie. Uh, I'm thinking Robin, and I think. I think Max. I have the same. I think they're going to bait mm-hmm. people. I think they're going to bait people with Max, and yeah. then she's actually going to die. I have That's the my same exact predictions. Lucas I, dies. I'm going to shoot myself. Yeah, what he's the fuck, such man? a good. Lucas they're gonna, kill, they're gonna kill Will for no reason, <laughs> bro. Dude, no, I that time, like, last bro, he, like, please give Will something good. They, they called him gay. Will, I feel like <laughs> Will, bro. They can't just be like, "Lol, he gay." That cannot be his only thing this season. I feel like it's literally I, his only arc, bro. That's I only think maybe. I still think maybe they have it in their back pocket. Maybe the mind flayer or Vecna will like possess him again and like oh dude what if he's been possessed this whole time he's gonna have to fight 11 in the end which i think would be i was like the mind flare made him gay (laughs) the mind flare made him gay dude that's what it is i'm telling you right now bro i'm real will is still trapped in there i'm telling you um i'm putting this out there all right two we're gonna give everybody listening all right whether you're a stranger things fan or not two weeks all right you're gonna get two weeks to watch the show and then we're doing a whole episode where we talk about oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And we're talking about it all. And then there's... we can have an episode where Tony and Zane talk about Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, shit. Go get Wyatt, right? And we do it. And then can we do a Bing Chilling? Not Bing Chilling or just or a segment or just a uh, podcast when it's just me and Wyatt talking about Barry. Yeah. Yeah. It's our TV spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, people, you guys got to get on Barry. It's, but I'm, 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 I'm just do one, just do one where it's just me talking about Clone High. That's it. Yeah, yo, Clone High. <laughs> <rules. laughs> when they, when is the fucking reboot coming? Give me my five minute review of TMNT Shredder's Revenge for the Nintendo Switch. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a whole fucking thing. We 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 didn't do a Bing Shilling though. For we didn't record it, but we watched Smiling Friends the entire thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> What's the whole shit? <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that for season two. Season two will watch all of it. Simon, you gotta watch fucking Smiling Friends. It's so fucking good. I've only seen the Gilbert Godfrey cameo. That's the only piece of homie. Pour one out. Yeah. Merry Christmas. He would have definitely. He would have definitely said baseball podcast. (laughs) We could have definitely got him to say it. (laughs) Hey, the uh, Renaissance man coming to town. (laughs) Oh my god. Still waiting. Oh my Gilbert Godfrey's die slow. Still waiting on these. On these fucking Stranger Things reviews to come out, I'm surprised they haven't dropped yet for yeah, Volume Two. Come, but uh, anyways, I slow motherfucker. I'm sorry. To all the consortium haters <laughs> out there, die slow, motherfuckers. Ain't it? And it feels good it. to be all elite. Oh. Now let's invade these motherfuckers. What are they doing? What do they think they're doing over there? The dog doing? Don't know. Let's go see their views on abortion rights. Yeah, the dogs are wiggling. The dogs are w- yo. 
That photo you posted at the pool, bro, you made sure to stretch your toes. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I hated that picture. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> he didn't want no blisters. He didn't want no blisters. <laughs> yeah, bro. They need the, their space. The dogs are wingless. They need their space. I was like, oh my god, why'd you take this photo? 